0: do you do any rapping or anything like that Uh, yes sir
1: (laughs) man i used to uh i used to do it a lot more i used to record a lot more unfortunately like As you get older, like uh, with music, there comes, at least with rap, I don't know, it came to a point where it was like, all right, we're most likely not going to make it in this and we're not going to make money off of it, which was like kind of foolish to think of at the time because there became so many other ways that you can make money off of content. Like it's just like TikTok and like short form content wasn't around at that time to Mm -hmm. be like monetized like that. But anyways, there came a point where it was just like, damn, not gonna make money off music. Probably should focus on other things. And like with all things in life, you just start prioritizing things and that
0: falls in the list of priorities. <laughs> right, right. It's like rap is not really my thing right now. It, and it's so hard to make money off of just being a rapper. And like you were saying, there the at the time coming out, and I don't know how old you are, you you look like you're like twenty three. Yeah, no, I'm
1: 29. I look like I'm 12,
0: right? <laughs> I'm Not, 29. Yeah, 29. So you're still young enough. You're still young enough. I, I'm 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 like 10 years older than you. So it, it's it's you're holding up great. I'm sure you're gonna just run through your 30s and still look like you're in your 20s. So yeah. congratulations on that. Uh, genetics <laughs> are a wonderful thing. Um, but but yeah, it's like it's really hard to um, to establish yourself as just a rapper. And even rappers have other side hustles. Yeah, like I I love the idea of like rap chips, which I just found out. Well, like rap chips. Oh my God. But here we go. I'm going to educate you. Uh, Do you know who Boozy Badass is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Previously Lil Boozy. Yeah, Lil Boozy. There you go. Uh, So it's not just him. Uh, but they got chips out, son, and and they usually you probably find them in the bodegas. But um, I don't know if you can find them out there. But in the south, they're out. Let me see. Is it set up. Yes, there you go. So <laughs> these, Yo, what? they're wrap chips, son. They're like actual potato chips? Yeah, it's wrap snacks. I'm sorry, they're not wrap chips. They're wrap snacks. I got I got flames so hard in my TikTok, like, cause I I posted the thing. Uh, I posted a thing because he was a uh, little boozy little boozy put out a post saying that he ain't gonna give any kids candy who's dressed like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> and, and he said everyone else you get you get rap chips and, rap, and, and in the video I'm like what a rap chip holy shit it, all the comment and, and like it got like 450,000 video uh, views right and all the comments are just like you imagine going through life not knowing what rap snacks are and like, <laughs> oh
1: fuck, bro, I would've got flame
0: too, man. man I, know. I don't know what those are, bro. I, how am I supposed to keep up with everything? That's what I'm saying. They're just like, there's just like, you don't know then they were saying cultural appropriation. All of a sudden, I'm just like, Oh, oh no. fuck. Okay. It's Damn. Like, how am I supposed to know everything? Okay, God so damn bro, I had no idea. I didn't know this was one of his business ventures. Well, it's not just him. We got a little baby, Amigos has their own. Let's see, they got sour cream and ranch. Migos has what?
1: <laughs> uh, yo, yeah. I want the Kodak Black flavor. I feel like Kodak <laughs> Black would have some fucking fire
0: ass flavor. Cocoa nuggets, red velvet cake. That's <laughs> weed. Uh hold on. Let's see. They they got all kinds of shit going on here. Um, let's see, who is this? Um fablo. I don't even know who Fablo Bolo is. Is that fabulous? Yeah, that's Oh, it's fabulous. fabulous. I'm, I'm, I'm like Fabolo. <laughs> <chip. laughs> I'm fablo. an idiot. Romeo. Romeo has his own chips. What? They got a little Romeo chips. Look at it. Fetty Wop, honey jalapeno. Look at that. <laughs> and
1: also, oh my god, the Fetty Wap chips probably fucking to die for.
0: Yeah, they, they'll make you lose an eye. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I just saw the other day. Raina, who was it? I took a picture of it. It's so funny. It, it's um it, it's pizza. It's frozen pizza. Uh I, I took a picture. Hold on. I'll tell you who it is. It, it's it's fucking hilarious. It is uh Yachty. Yachty has pizza. Yachty's pizza. Yachty got pizza. Yachty got pizza, yo. <laughs> I like that they're all making money, man. I exactly. Like, you
1: know, they're all so much more like uh uh just like Technologically aware of like the opportunities that are out there, and like even with the NFTs and like all the things that like people be slinging.
0: Yo, Yanni Pizza, this is exclusive right here. Yanni Pizza, Yanni Pizza, (laughs) damn! This definitely got to be a step
1: up from Little Caesars.
0: Uh, Kodak Black. But when you see me, I'm white. There you go. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I almost bought some just because I wanted I just wanted to try it, but then I was like, man, this shit costs like eight dollars. I ain't gonna buy that. That'd
1: be good content though. That'd be great content <laughs> on stream. That's, that's the Rada, pizza.
0: That's what Raina said. And I was like, I'm too cheap for that. So I just, <laughs> I got the DiGiorno deep dish, and and I ate all those fake processed garbage things in it because, well, it was good and, and that enjoyed. eight dollars
1: will get you exposure yeah
0: it's true exposure dude did you ever perform when you were rapping and stuff were you outperforming? yeah
1: yeah 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 so like pinnacle of my like music uh uh career in a sense whatever was like we opened up for action bronze in Sorry. which was cool as hell but um at the time i didn't really know who action bronson was Damn. so we never actually fully got to meet him like backstage or anything plus it was our very first performance ever so we sucked ass we <laughs> went up on stage and we were just screaming as loud as we could just rapping lyrics at people and like <laughs> at that's the- not all that goes into a performance yeah. and um so that sucked and then like uh 2015 we opened up for kesha because wow. we won my university spring concert, and uh the prize was you got to be the opener for the spring concert act. We won like the Battle of the bands that year, and uh got to open up for Kesha. Unfortunately, Kesha didn't want to meet anybody, so we didn't get to meet her, but we did get to <laughs> perform in front of like I think it was like nine hundred thousand people since it was a uh, like a private university in long Island. It was pretty cool man it was it was awesome. I really like performing. There's a lot of things that I wish I knew back then that I know now, and um And uh, I just, you know, unfortunately, just bad timing, you know, like I figured out how to be a better musician and artist much after I was doing the music. Now, like Mm. me and my friend will sometimes do it, but it's definitely not as like heavily invested as we were into it at one time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I I recently kind of gone through all that, too. Well, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time and. I, I just like, I've recently just come to the conclusion that I don't feel like playing bars and shit all the time. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a instrumentalist. So, you know, I, I pretty much acted as like a hired gun and people would call me and I'd go play and stuff. And, and like, oh, since the pandemic, I'm just like, I don't really want to stay up until 2 a.m. and then. Get home, go sleep finally at four or five in the morning, and then get kicked in the nuts by your son who who's gonna be up. <laughs> hey, welcome in Drell's hey, 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 yeah, and I think uh, that's one of like the main
1: differences with rap is like uh, if you're an instrumentalist in another genre, you can become a cover artist and right. you could be join a cover band. And you could still like make some type of income from it. You know, nobody's paying to go see a dude sing karaoke songs of somebody else's rap. So yeah. like. It's
0: not the same. Uh, Well, you know, like, the the funny thing is that my, the last singer, he was, he he would do raps, but he would, but, you know, no one was coming to see him rap. It was just, they were coming to drink, and we were just there to, like. The cover band, they were performing. If I was just
1: trying to do that as just a solo act, like, no bar, the bar would be like, what the
0: fuck, dude? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah just start. Nah. you're just rapping fucking Snoop Dogg lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> sipping on gin and juice, baby.
1: Yeah, uh, it's not the same. You know, like you, people generally pay for uh, a cover band atmosphere and like the entertainment that they provide for the venue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, the the rap game is hard, man. And and the, the idea of diversifying and stuff like that that was such a I mean, you see so many rappers over the years who go broke and who 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 don't like make investments and they're just, you know, buying million-dollar mansions and buying their mom's cars and stuff like, which is really nice and and I mean, I I can I can only imagine coming out of like an impoverished situation and then being mm-hmm. struck with a bunch of money, mm-hmm. uh, a, and attention. You know, like th- that's going to that's going to do something to you mentally. Oh yeah, you and, never
1: had that. You never seen that. Yeah, that money management.
0: Yeah, no one knows. It's,
1: everything's going fast, especially like with the rap industry. Like you know, a lot of it is just like so much flexing and just like the type of gear you have so like that shit goes fast as hell if you're surrounded by other people that are spending money but they got more money than you
0: right yeah and
1: I, I would love to get your thoughts on actually uh there was a, a while back can't remember who it was it might have been top dog some some dude in the rap industry he was talking about how there's no more uh like big rap superstars like that's just something that happened in like the past like but now with streaming the accessibility of music there's not like these big mega stars like you know you had 50 cent when he came out he's just like this behemoth of a massive like star uh i've been going down like a bunch of like old eminem interviews and like just how huge he was uh during those early trl days like what do you think about that do you think like uh because of how accessible it is to music and how people can just listen to whatever it is they want as opposed to whatever is being like streamlined through the radio that there is no more like big big mega stars
0: um, well, I, I I do think that there is megastar rappers, but they they probably are more holdovers from uh, earlier time before things were so accessible. Like like Drake. I mean, Drake. People forget yeah. Drake's been around for a long, long time. Uh, yeah. it, shit, man. I think since like two thousand what ear- nine? Or, like yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah. And so, like he's he's made it through all these transitions, and uh, so these are people: Jay Z, you know, I mean, yeah. for better or worse, Kanye West or or Yay, mm-hmm. uh, who loves Hitler, oh, fucking asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, it it. it uh, I, I can see what they're saying about that because you have all these new pe- new folks who are kind of coming up uh, and, and they have a niche audience or – I mean, it's a big niche audience or uh, – mm-hmm. I shouldn't say niche because it, it is a broader audience. But they do mm-hmm. have – they have the ability to make money, make decent money, and they're not really – Everywhere, and and I mean, yeah. they, but they are everywhere, you know. What I mean, it's it, because just the, like you said, accessibility. So, I, I, Yo, love, I would love
1: to give a, a good example, I think, of that is uh, you know, that song, it's everywhere on TikTok, it's everywhere on social media. That Billie Eilish, yeah, that Billie song. Eilish, yeah, that's Armani yeah. Blanco or whatever, his name yeah. Is. That dude, it seems like he's everywhere on social media, but I step off social media and I don't feel like he's everywhere. It's Mm-mm. like that kind of dynamic,
0: right? Right. And so they're like with TikTok, especially with TikTok, you have a you have a lot of these people who blow up. Oh, oh who's the who's the gay rapper dude? Uh, Lil Nas X. Um, yeah. it, 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 the That dude came up off of I think he was TikTok, SoundCloud. right? SoundCloud. Yeah, he was a SoundCloud rapper. So then you have the SoundCloud thing too, right? So it's yeah. like uh it it is a um it it is one of those situations like you're talking about where where you they're huge their their sound is being or their song is being used on all these different videos and on on these different apps but if you if if you go out into the real world you know there's only a very small group of people that actually know who that person is and, mm-hmm. and it's a big group of people But I'm not sure if it's enough for them to go out And make, you know, millions of dollars Touring and, and all this stuff that, and, and that's when you start seeing them using their Platforms for, you know, selling merchandise Selling mm-hmm. chips, selling All yeah. these different things and, and they're more working as influencers rather than, you know, performers and, and rappers. Mm-hmm. And that seems like where it went now. It's like now they're more influencing you to sort of go buy my products or go buy mm-hmm. this and getting sort of different uh, 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 deals through different companies and such. But yeah, I, I kind of do agree with that, that because because as soon as you start saying that, m- my head jumped right to look Jay-Z and, 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 no, and Drake. But now. yeah, but these guys came from a a time before, before where they were actually selling albums, selling
1: records, yeah,
0: like selling like you know CDs, if anybody yeah, knows yeah. what that is anymore. Uh, but but yeah, I, I don't know. Like like a, a a really good example of that, I think too. And and like a rise and flame out uh, uh, was the baby. Oh was, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> this dude, dude. Yeah, I thought I, I used to hear the baby all the
0: time, and yeah. now I
1: barely hear the baby.
0: Now this motherfucker is trying to give away tickets at the Cheesecake Factory, yo. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. There's videos of him walking around like trying to
1: give Damn, tickets away. That's wild, man! Like, and yeah. how do you think you avoid that? Like, because there are artists that stay, you know, somewhat relevant. Him and Lil Baby came up around the same time. Mm. Lil Baby seems to be having a better trajectory,
0: right? Well, I think I think what did the baby is like uh, is his his antics. You know, his yeah yeah uh, he, uh, you know, he's punching out people's parents and getting in fights and. Uh, you know i can't remember all the shit he did there's just so many things he's doing it yeah treating uh treating his girl like he got pregnant and and trying you know treating her like crap i mean he turned a lot of people off murdering somebody in walmart you know? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you should this is how crazy it was back in what april or may he was selling out arenas and then back in like september he couldn't sell out a smaller venue like a 1400 seat venue and now he can't even like he's giving away tickets and stuff. I'm like like it really did boom. And, and it's weird too because a lot of times you I feel like some of these antics only level some rappers up, you know, like yeah. just give it's them like more the whole street, street cred. Right. And it's like, you know, the baby uh, again he comes from a uh, impoverished upbringing you know and he 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 he's used to a certain mentality and as you get more higher in the music industry you know things you could start affording things people just are y- saying yes all the time yeah, and and yeah. and that kind of goes to your head you know it's like the, being the king and and everyone's just you know bowing down all the time and then you actually really start believing that you sort of could just do whatever you want yeah. and 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 with today's environment with with uh cancel culture and, and such it, yeah. it's kind of hard to get through that so i mean really the idea i really just you have to not be who you are
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, you, you can... think so you gotta be like like i don't it's so strange because like the little baby is, is pretty gangster as right. well like and you know there's a lot of gangster rappers like pop smoke unfortunately before he died that's that's the other unfortunate thing like like what you were saying like that's kind of the atmosphere and their upbringing is what gets them to that spot but then like pop smoke like you know he was heavily gang affiliated mm-hmm. so like that ended up being the demise of him but right. like, really that's what he was rapping about and that's what like blew him up so that shit sucks man it's like
0: damn you gotta you gotta
1: use it get in the game and then fucking like be like all right
0: I go up. legit you gotta go legit yeah. and it's like young thug is going through that right now um where where he actually did have a full on gang going out like committing which allegedly I, I mean he's still away in trial so we can't just jump to conclusions but yeah. you know he's getting caught up in all this stuff he's a very successful rapper who has like gang like young slime uh what is it young slime whatever uh, ysl one YSL, young, yeah, yeah. young slime life and he's out there you know selling copious amounts of drugs, putting out hits on people now yeah. his 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 you know second in command gonna just it, it appears that he is sort of uh uh ratting him out you know yeah he snitched to yeah, to man. get out so it it's it's a weird thing for it, that's always a weird thing too is like once you get to that certain point, why not just go legit? why do you still have to like yeah, you know go and 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 be that image that you're trying to portray in your music yeah, it's yeah a, man it, it seems silly but it's for sure it's and
1: like i i don't it, it's it's tough to talk about it because like you know i'm not gang affiliated i'm not from the hood i'm not from any of those types of circumstances so mm-hmm. like you know it might be just easier said than done but mm-hmm. like i've heard like snoop dogg talk about it in previous interviews where like he's a good example of someone who was like very much about that life he like was on trial for murder and shit and uh you know he eventually matured and like he realized that there are certain people you just got to cut out of your life because a lot of those dudes that are in your inner circle from what i understood like you know a lot of them are not rappers a lot of them are not musicians they're not in that part of the life They just come from the street and they know you from a long time. So like in order to show like, hey, you know, I belong here with you. Like, you know, don't cut me off. Like, what do they have to offer? A lot of the times it's like, yo, I'll be the back. I'll be the muscle, bro. Mm. Somebody looks at you bad. I'm going to fuck them up. And like, you know, having that type of like energy around you a lot is not good. Like I think ASAP Rocky realized that like that dude was getting into mad fights, getting into mad trouble, getting arrested, fucking abroad and shit. And like (laughs) now he's a father. Like, yeah, you know, you got to mature at some point and uh it's just tough you know it's really tough when that's really what got you there and you're still young and reckless
0: Right and and then you also have to think that there's a record industry behind that there's there's a you know small group of people who are funding this kind of uh, not funding the behavior but funding the the content because they know it sells and they're making money off of it so uh, on one side you're being encouraged to rap and sing about you know th- that lifestyle because mm-hmm. it's making you know some people money and yep. it's making you money and so you you got to be about that life and it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. really like that and and it sucks oh my god what uh takeoff you know was a was a what it, there was a back you know like he felt that backlash of of, of the promotion of a certain kind of lifestyle but he <clears> was actually like a really peaceful person and then ended up getting you know murdered um uh, in houston and and i mean that was incredibly sad because migos is uh, as much shit as people were talking about migos and mumble rap and that whole movement
1: like nah, that shit gets off
0: dude. Yeah, when i read off.
1: that story i was like fuck like why are you like at a spot where like right. you know it seemed like i think it was a bowling alley or something yeah. i don't know there was somewhere with homies like just gambling and playing and stuff but right. like damn why people got guns on them like in that environment
0: because they're rolling with people who roll with people like that, like Jay yeah. Prince and, and Jay Prince Jr. That, that whole scene down there is a, I mean, they, there's a thin line between the music and the streets that, that they mm-hmm. dance on, and, and it's yeah. well known. And, you know, you have these people that, that hang around you who are, you know, strapped up and, mm-hmm. And things went rough, you know? Things went real rough, and and, and that's what sucks, you know? It's, it, he just got caught in the middle of it, and that was just a peaceful dude who just was very talented and, and brought in and quiet, you know? Like, to, to read about who he was as a person made it even worse because it that's was like... Sad.
1: Yeah, man. He's just like
0: dude. a... he, kind of a nerd, too, you know? Like <laughs> sort of dude, peaceful nerd sucks, kid. man. Yeah.
1: Dude, yeah. Fuck, to just, like, be in the wrong place at the wrong time. There's always a lot of there's been a lot of uh, like conversation around drill music in New Mm. York City. The mayor at one point was like trying to talk about like, you know, it's bad. It's bad for the youth. Like, what do you because I I understand both sides of the argument where it's like you cannot censor music. You know, this is just a reflection of the real life realities that we face. All we're doing is just talking about like what our surroundings already are. If you want to fix this music up, you got to fix up like our, our economic conditions. And then I also understand where it's like, you know, this music promotes like, yo, go out there and slap your op and kill his bitch ass. And if anybody looks at your girl wrong, like, go kill it. Like, you know, that that shit is fucked. Like, there's no way around it. Like, it definitely promotes like uh, a sense of like, puff up your chest and like, be the toughest motherfucker out there. And like, so I understand Mm -hmm. both sides of it. Like, where do you really, uh, you know, stand on that?
0: Um, well, it, it does suck. And, and I, and, and I did partly grow up in the hood. So I'm, I'm aware of how fucked up things can get really quickly. And, and it's not, it's not, it's not great. You know, it, it's, And and I I never could understand why people want to be like, I rep these streets and like, it's like, bitch, you want to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. (laughs) And my family, you know, did, you know, we went through a big transition when I was younger, because my dad got sick. And, and we had to go move in with some aunts and in a a crappy part of the neighborhood and, and shit went down over there. And um, and luckily I had parents who got me out and we ended up in the suburbs. So it wasn't like I spent a whole lot of time there, but it was long enough to see and, uh, understand like what, what not to do, you know? And, um, I, it, it is this mentality that you just sort of carry with you. And, and again, I'm not saying that I was inundated in such a way where, I, I carry that mentality around, but there is a mentality where you do have to sort of put on these errors. You know, you have to, you have to puff out your chest and you have to be a man and like, you got to yeah. hold your own and you can't let no one dog you. And you got to, mm-hmm. you know, if it's, it, it it's a it, it's kind of a to, a toxic culture, and I'm not just saying it's black people or 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 people of color because you know there's definitely some fucked up white people walking around the hood too. But mm-hmm. it, it's it it's part of this culture, and I think it comes from just people being poor, not having the correct resources, uh, you know, the, the education, and and you know, kids don't really have these place anywhere to go after school, and school is a fucking shit show, and it's mm-hmm. underfunded. So you have this whole, uh, this culture that sort of breeds like the uh, um, survival of the fittest sort of situation and and that just, it rides with you, it rides with you even if you're very successful. I have, I have friends who came up, um, you know, in the hood who are very successful people now and they constantly sort of have to tame this thing back and uh, I know one person, like I'm thinking of one person in particular right now and, you know, he'll be in a very, you uh, office situation and uh you know he's corporate situation and he has somebody who's talking shit to him and and just and he starts getting frustrated and he's like i don't want to be that dude i don't want to <laughs> be that dude and because he has been that dude in yeah, those yeah. in those you know in those professional situations and so it's really hard for him to sort of uh tame. i mean he's much better at now he has a daughter and so he's He's that's much good. more calm, but, like, as you're coming up, he's educated. He, he know, You know, he, he went to the Army, and that was his ticket out. So, like, he he was able to go to the Army and do his thing and then come back. He went and got educated, and he bettered himself. But that's not always the option. That's not always what people have uh, and and – it, it it's, it's a weird thing to think is like where people are like, pull yourself up by your bootstrap when you ain't not even got fucking shoes on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you ain't not even got shoes on. Yeah. A lot, mm-hmm. There are people who get out of those situations and they're, and go on to be very successful and, and stuff, but it, it's more of a minority of the situation yeah. than it is the majority. And it, it's just, you know, generation after generation of being battered down and beat down, like literally and figuratively, And it's a tough thing. But then, hey, what's up, Naders? Welcome in. Barefoot brothers. Barefoot brothers. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the same thing, again, this isn't just a a black thing or a people of color thing, you know, Latino thing. You know, there's plenty of what... It's a poverty thing. It's a poverty thing. And it always has been. People who come from nothing tend to, you know, have that mentality and... And it's like when people win the lottery and you grew up poor, they, they go broke in like a year, you know, because it, rappers who come up and they, they're flashing the pen and they spend all their money. It's like that famine mentality. As soon as you get a little bit of something, you know, you, you go for it as, as much as you can. And and, and then you, you just don't manage it well. And it sucks. Yeah, but. Man. But the other part is too, which which I you know a lot, a lot of people think about, and I did a whole story about this, and and it's really interesting to me, is the idea of how you have these people at the top of the uh, of the music industry who are sort of funding these these artists who are talking about killing their own you know community members and and killing and, and, and you know being promiscuous and and uh, you know. Being j- just doing, being the worst kind of person, and and I love gangster rap. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. gangster rap is the shit. But yeah, yeah. like you are saying earlier, like you can see both sides of it, and there's also this side of it where you have record industry who promotes this stuff, and <laughs> there's this there's this uh, conspiracy theory where it, it, it's by design. And then when you start looking into things, right, like when you look into Warner Brothers and these and these record companies, some of their biggest investors are, are BlackRock and Vanguard Company. Have you ever heard of these companies?
1: Yeah, I know BlackRock from just like stories of them buying up whole neighborhoods and oh, yeah. up fucking prices and shit. Oh,
0: yeah. They're a huge investment firm. And, and so they're very well invested in the music industry. Right now, mm-hmm. you have these uh, music legends like Neil Young or... Neil Young, I think, uh, selling their whole back catalog, uh, Sting. The, and It goes on and on. They're selling all their stuff for like $500 million, close to a billion dollars, uh-huh. and which is a great payday, for, especially for these older legendary artists. But they're selling their uh, – but, but BlackRock is a part of that and Vanguard Company, but a lot of BlackRock. And then so BlackRock is an investment, is a big investor in these record companies. They're also big investors in in the prison companies. These private, private prisons. prisons. Yeah, yeah. They're also big investors in the slave labor that is uh, encompassed produced. in these. Yeah, is produced in these prisons, like uh, like Victoria's Secrets uh, stuff like that. Like because they're making panties or they're making whatever it is. It's basically slave labor, mm-hmm. and so the whole system sort of benefits from, you know, this one company, these one or two companies sort of benefit from, uh, from, from funding the music to putting people in jail to prison and and the slave labor that's produced by these prisons, uh, these prison camps. Um, it, it is, it does seem like, you know, especially if you're an investor in a company, if you're an investor in a company you're the you want that company to do its best right you want it to do its best and if it's not doing its best you're on the board and you're like why isn't this working out better yeah and so i don't know like it does seem like there's a lot of influence and they do see a little scam going on i don't know it's kind of far-fetched but you know yeah. yeah you know what's
1: crazy man i i would hear about theories like this like way back in the early days of like youtube and stuff like Mm. i would i remember seeing videos where it was stuff exactly like this when i was just learning about what private prisons even were i was just like holy shit this is so fucked up how could this be possible and like uh you know those theories never really went fully into depth into like what it was they just kind of presented these questions and these ideas of like why is it set up like this uh i think now at this point i would just point to it being like a big factor of like a big thing in capitalism Right. Of what you were saying is like you want to see a return on your investment. Every year, you every quarter, you want growth. Right. They always talk about this quarter growth. And if you have a bad quarter, then your stocks uh slumps, people are upset, you know, investors are upset. So you always want growth, which is not always a good thing. Like, you know, if you had a tumor, you wouldn't want more growth. <laughs> That's definitely not what you wouldn't what you wouldn't want. So, yeah. like, I, I think at the end of the day, it's just like this idea of like yo, we gotta keep growing every quarter every year over year we have to have uh uh more than we had last time, and like you know it, it, sometimes that's not good like it's it's toxic growth it's just like at what at what uh expense and uh you know a lot of these factories that just like go overseas and they go to uh, uh places like Indonesia or Bangladesh, like they just want to save money, they just want more profit in their pocket and they just want uh at the end of the day the cheapest labor that they could find. And it's it's not because of like any race or ethnicity or anything like that. It's just like, you know, we're in a capitalist system where we're taught like get that money. So people are out there and they're like, how do I get that money? I cut costs here, I cut costs there. Maybe you don't get a bathroom break here. Maybe you don't get fucking shit over here. Like and you know at the end of the day, these people just want to make more money and um uh they'll do whatever it takes and really
0: Yeah, yeah, and and that's why it's it's really weird when you see people like screaming for deregulate. We need less regulation, and 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 I do see that, and because the idea of capitalism and and is is basically survival of the fittest, and it's like you have the best product for the best price, and you know, therefore, these other companies uh, are going to go out of business because they can't compete. It's all about competition, but then you have the U.S. government. Who will like print off all this money to, to and supply it directly to these corporations f- for what reasons? Like, if, if it was truly a capitalist society, uh, there wouldn't yeah. be, you know, it, it would true, you know, these companies, these like big
1: capitalism.
0: Uh, I guess so. I'm not sure what that even is.
1: That's like where you just have unfettered, like no regulation, just let the free market do its thing. Right,
0: right. And and so it's okay. Yeah. And, and that's sort of, you know, that's the idea of it is like the best product for the best price is going to win um but but that's not really the case it's it's more of a socialist capitalism thing that we got here it's like it's not socialism for us it's it's socialism for these these corporations who are funding these politicians who you know it's like this big old circle jerk right and they're all they're all sort of scratch each other's backs
1: yeah man i think in just some industries um it's it's tough like you need regulation like let's say the food industry like Because the the idea of like, oh, the best product is going to win out and the market will regulate itself. People will go towards like the best ingredients, you know, like in theory, right? Like Mm. people wouldn't eat really fucking shitty foods. People wouldn't eat fast foods if they knew what was in them and if they they had a choice. But it doesn't work like that because unfortunately, like, you know, people are just going to buy whatever they can afford. If I'm a family of four and inflation is as high as it is, like... I can't afford to get them all salads from fucking sweet green. Like I'm going to McDonald's and I'm getting chicken nuggets for everybody. So like, and sometimes you need those, you know, if those companies like McDonald's, if they had no regulations whatsoever, like they're already just like giving us whatever it is they're giving us. No, the FDA, the FDA is fucked up. It's its own thing. I know that it's not like on our side, but imagine you had no FDA and McDonald's could literally do whatever the fuck they wanted. And there was no type of, of of accountability at all. Like, you know, the FDA has its problems. But if you had zero accountability, you can't tell me that that would be better than what the FDA provides right now. Like, that would be so much worse if you just had zero accountability of what McDonald's was doing. And they're this behemoth company that's just trying to fucking make as much profit as they want, like, as they can. That, that's a that's a bad formula.
0: In my right, mind. right, right, right. And, and that's why that's why that's where it kind of started there. But I think I went somewhere else is like that. It's weird when people are saying, like, don't regulate. Just let them go unfettered, uh, because it, it, because then exactly what you're saying is like the food quality is going to get worse. They're going to put more bullshit in it, and it, which is it's already fucked, right? Like it's already like Europe at least doesn't allow these terrible um, chemicals that we put in our food. These preservatives. Um,
1: they're like more strict about. Yeah, yes,
0: yeah, about. they have more of the people in mind, um, and and the FDA is <laughs> what they get their funding from Pfizer and shit too, BlackRock. So it it, it it is sort of a it is sort of this illusion that we we uh, we have these uh, companies in play when they're being funded by the corporations they're being they're supposed to be regulating and i'm yeah, sure there's money dude. in
1: politics is like the worst thing right. like that's really the root of everything just fucked because like when you just have these unfettered bribes that are coming in and it's like all legal right it's all on the books it's all good it's like this type of corruption we've like grandfathered in where it's just like yeah you as a company have a much bigger voice than I do as, like, this one single dude in fucking New York or whatever, because you have so much more money. You can get their attention. You have them on the line. You have hundreds of lobbyists. You have lawyers. You just have so much way to get into their ear than I do. Like, that's what sucks. And then, yo, Naders, I would love like, the thing is, I live in a city, man. I don't don't have space for chickens. I don't even have a car, bro. Like, (laughs) you know? And, like, these cities are, are huge economic centers. We need cities. We can't just have everybody living, like, uh, out in the countryside, like that—that's awesome for the people that do do that. But you also need cities as, like, these huge economic centers that are gonna, you know, help just run society. And I don't got space for no chickens.
0: <laughs> what, what what part? Uh, what borough do you live in?
1: I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, having a cow is out of the question too, my guy. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it just sucks. And like, I know I'm not gonna live here forever. I already like know that I, I don't want to live in this just massive fucking city where you got to climb stairs. And like, it's I see it, like I see old people and they have a hard ass time out here, man, climbing up these stairs, trying to get around in mm. New York city. You can't even have a backyard. Like, yeah, having a backyard is a super luxury. Mm. So, uh, you know, I don't want to live here my whole life, but like right now it's just like the place where, uh, I think I could make the most money and just like advance my career to where I want it to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I love city living, man. I, it, I was very bummed out to leave San Diego, but like, it, you know. Oh, shit. Things- I want to go to
1: San Diego so bad. That's like one of my my dream places to live. Dude. I love SoCal.
0: All New Yorkers want to move to SoCal, and all SoCal wants to move to New York. New like, York yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't
1: live in LA. I don't think I'm, I'm an LA type person, but I like San Diego.
0: San Diego is incredible. I, yeah. I, I had such a great time there, I did not want to leave, but- um, you know, we ended up moving to a smaller city, the city I came up in Toledo. Uh, but it, it's uh, I've learned to appreciate it, especially when the pandemic hit. It was, it was just uh, it was a much I was, I feel like I was just a lot more able to chill and not have to worry as much because I couldn't imagine. I mean, the, the last time I went to San Diego, it was like 10 in the morning. And I went to Ralph's or like Kroger or like whatever, uh, uh, um, a uh, uh, just a grocery store, right? And mm-hmm. it was 10 a.m. and it was jammed to the brim with people. Like it just, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what time of day it is. I was like, don't these motherfuckers have jobs? Like, don't they have shit to do? <laughs> They're just all piled up in in Target, and and, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. it was honestly it was too much for me because I, yeah. I had already acclimated to a smaller uh, living situation and just less people. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I've just as I get older and, and my son gets older and my family, you know, like. I'm just All like, tr- yeah. I just need my own space. I need mm. space. I can't mm. deal with it. I mm. love visiting New York. I love visiting San Diego. But I, I, it's okay, I guess, when I go to Los Angeles. I hate Los Angeles. I don't. Like yeah, music. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> like the good thing is, like, when you come from like L.A., New York, like you're already at these like super famous, super like congested cities. Anything smaller than that seems like so much more space. Like I would love to live nearby in a small city like i don't know there's a lot of really cool places um i really enjoyed uh uh what's it called where the fuck is it like a lot of places in virginia hmm. there's a lot of really cool cities like richmond i really liked um yeah, there's just like every city's much smaller once you come from like New York City, man. It's just yeah. too
0: giant. <laughs> well, New York is is a whole nother it's a thing. Beast. Man. It, it's a, Alexandria, yeah. Alexandria,
1: yeah, Northern Virginia too. We liked.
0: Oh yeah, is it is uh, su- Sunder, Is that is that, is that it? your wife? That's my wife. Yeah. All right, hi, wifey. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, pick the recreational. We're state. on the
1: search right now. We're yo pick the recreational <laughs> states. Yeah, we loved Colorado. Like Whew. Colorado is, is our like love state, but. You know, that's one of those states where, like, in the future, it's not going to be as cheap anymore. Like,
0: well, people already. move
1: to all these different places because they're like, yeah, it's cheap. And then they became not cheap.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Even even where I live, it's it's still relatively cheap. But like they are raising rent. They're raising uh the home costs. Uh, everything's gone up. And it, it's you know especially during the pandemic uh we you know people were fleeing from these big city centers and sort of going yeah. to these smaller uh, cities uh smaller markets and uh and I, I feel like we're feeling that we're feeling that uh, especially with inflation and stuff so it, it's uh where are you at i'm in toledo ohio which oh word we
1: visited uh columbus this year in like may
0: yeah columbus is dope i really enjoy uh columbus it's a it's yeah. a yeah we
1: a, drove up to uh shit what was it What what's that big amusement park sandy some big ass amusement park on the lake i cedar love point? that lake
0: you say like cedar point
1: is that cedar point yeah 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 that super famous amusement park
0: yeah it's it's that's that's uh that's more n- near cleveland
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't get to, we didn't make it to Cleveland, but we did make it to Cedar Point. Unfortunately, it was the weekend before they
0: opened, so ah. we ended
1: up just going to the beach and like just drinking and chilling. Which okay. I love, man. I'm a, I love bodies of ocean, uh, bodies of water.
0: Yeah, bodies of water, amazing. Yeah, I love the ocean. It's just such a, um, such Big such body. peace there. You know, it's like especially the the oceans, man. The oceans are just. I've taken I've taken shrooms so many times on the beach and just. Like, if you just stand there and just sort of, like, tune in with the waves and stuff, it, like, you can feel the pull and you could just yeah, hear yeah. it. And it's like, it's such a, um, it, it it's a beautiful and majestic yet, like, just terrifying, <laughs> terrifying uh, like- entity of itself, you know, the, the ocean is just... Oh, it's yeah. wild, and and then we have Lake Erie, which you can't even swim in during the summer because of the algae blooms. And ugh, damn. <laughs>
1: I do like what? What's the? Well, what, is that on Michigan Lake? On Lake Michigan? Um, what Cedar Point?
0: Yeah, uh, I think I believe it's on Lake Erie. Is, oh, it's is on Lake Erie. It, okay. Yeah. Uh, Lake-
1: uh, so then that's different than the Chicago one.
0: Yeah, Chicago is Lake Michigan. Yeah, Lake- yeah, that
1: was dope. We went to Chicago uh, like a year and a half ago, mm. and. I was like, "Holy shit! This shit feels like an ocean. It's just so giant."
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty big. That, that's another like super polluted. I, I don't even know. Were you able to swim in it? Did you go swim? Yeah.
1: Well, we went night swimming. It was uh, it was still COVID lockdown time, so they were like, oh, "You damn. can't go during the day." <laughs> so we went at night, and we're just like, which is pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. it just felt like uh, uh, I love the freshwater aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I'm used to just being in like actual oceans, so it's like salty, and uh, you can't. Uh, open your mouth at all because you're just like yeah. but then in that fresh water you're just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we have like factory waste that gets put in ours so it's real nice uh, <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> chicago too like uh, i remember a lot my my buddy i got a couple friends who live in chicago and they'd just be like yeah, yeah some of the some of the beaches are shut down because of industrial <laughs> waste <laughs> from um from um, Wisconsin, it, it, like because Wisconsin is so close to it. Uh, what's that one city? It's not Green Bay. It's um,
1: oh, uh, Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, they'll get Milwaukee's downstream runoff stuff, and so they'll they'll, they'll just can't. Uh, but but yeah, pollution yeah man i i don't know like living in big cities does not appeal to me uh there was one time when we really wanted to move we were gonna move to new york but it's just at the end of the day i'm kind of glad i ended up where i'm at but i don't know man how was i mean i went to new york i believe during the it wasn't in the middle of the pandemic but it was still pandemic time and you know people had their mask on and and and, you know there were some places like we couldn't there, I mean, just the whole, like, vaccine passport and stuff, like, it, yeah, th- yeah. that was a big turnoff for me. But... Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> but uh, how, I how... definitely had homies that I couldn't, like, I was just like, yeah, come to the city. And they're like, well, we can't get into anywhere. I was like, fuck, man, all right, I'll <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it's gone, you know, everything is pretty much, like, everything is pretty normal in terms of, like, lockdown era stuff. Um, you'll still see people with masks. It's not mandatory. Uh, A lot of people I know like to wear them on the subway just because, like, they they think the air is dirty and, like, there's probably some truth to
0: that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's probably not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah, honestly.
1: (laughs) I knew a lot of people that were just like, oh, you know, like, it's not even about COVID anymore. It's just, like, I realize how fucking disgusting, like, everyone is and, like, how nasty this air is. Uh, I had a pain. I had, like, a huge pain with wearing masks for a long time. Uh, I didn't like doing it. I would always do it wrong. I didn't like the second they were like, "No more masks." I was like, "Bye!" <laughs> Get this shit the fuck off me. Yeah. And uh, it, it's cool, man. New York is a uh, New York is always going to be New York. I did a video. I remember a while back when everybody was talking about New York City is dead. Like everybody's moving the fuck out. Like there's nothing there. Everything's locked down. And like that early part of the pandemic was super scary because you had all the news headlines being like, uh there's fucking freezers full of dead bodies. And yeah. like, the apartment we lived at, you would constantly hear ambulances and stuff. So we were just like, oh shit, can't go outside. Right. This fucking sucks. But then, um, you know, we took advantage of a lot too. Uh, it's thankfully just me and my wife. We're both pretty healthy people. We're both young. Uh, we live in an apartment by ourselves, no roommates. Hmm. So we were just like, you know, let's mask up. Uh, let's just fucking go out and be safe, stay away from people. And we actually got to see a lot of really cool Stuff that you wouldn't get to see normally. Like that Chicago trip was during lockdown. So like there was really nobody out and stuff. And like we got these crazy cheap airline tickets and crazy cheap hotel prices because nobody was traveling at that time. And like we were just like conscious of like, you know, don't go around any elderly people. Like don't go around my grandma. Don't go around my godson who was young. And like since it was just us two, we're good. And I'm pretty almost positive I got COVID like within like the very few first weeks of it because hmm. I was super sick right before they announced it and then later on I found out I had antibodies so like yeah you probably it yeah.
0: <laughs> dude I have to say traveling during the pandemic was probably the best part of the pandemic because yeah, we went to Washington DC we went to fucking Disneyland yeah, dude Go. The only time anyone should go to Disneyland is during a pandemic. You just walk right on those fucking lines, bro. It's the the airline is cheap. So next pandemic, everybody, which I guess there's supposed to be one in 2025. So I mean, they that's already got they, that's what they already got it planned out. Shit, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> they got <cut> it all. <laughs> all right. right, now we got time to buy toilet paper.
0: Yeah, right. Start stocking up now because uh, <laughs> apparently they have. It's all worked out. Things are they get all the paperwork is filled out. So. uh be be expecting another pandemic in 2025
1: i gotta ask like how do you avoid doom scrolling like there are some times where i'll just be scrolling down reddit or i'll be scrolling down google news and it's just like yo life is so fucked and like you could really fall down bad rabbit holes like that of just being like everything is so fucked and this life is fucked and like it's not healthy man it's not healthy to like just read like that
0: I, I just don't avoid it. I just go with it. I just keep going. I, I like it to me it's it, it to me it doesn't I mean with a son if you if I really start to think about it, you know, if I get real high or something and I start thinking about shit and thinking about the world my son's going to have to inherit you know, or possibly inherit or probably is going to inherit. Yeah, no. Can- Nader's no. Co- COVID wasn't planned. Don't even insinuate that twitch yeah you gotta you gotta go more in depth because i i would love to
1: to hear out the idea of how it was planned like how do you plan something that big where like what what is the death toll across the world at this point
0: um it's a lot we can just look that up that shit
1: is huge and like it's it's not like it was good for anybody's economy like just remember, if you store food in buckets, add a hot sand. It pulls the oxygen out. Oh shit, man! My man really knows how to survive. out oh, here. yeah, like he had the chickens, and he's got some. Oh yeah, out Nader's
0: Nader's is not fucking around. Nader's, I am hitting you up
1: next time uh, the zombies come around. But like, I just think that like this is one of those things where um, there was a lot of of of. Um, misinformation on all sides there was inaccuracies it was a lot of people just getting caught off guard a lot of people backtracking on what they said uh a lot of new information coming out as we learn more about the disease and like it is just meet tommy that's what i tell zombies uh never mind i thought you were talking about the how the pandemic was planned oh, but no um <laughs> i don't think it was planned i think it was uh it happened a lot of uh you know, we could have a lot of serious discussions on whether lockdowns worked, on how long we should have locked down for, at what rate, like, you know, what percentage of people dying would it be acceptable that you as, like, your, you know, your own self would be like, you know, I do understand why we should lock down. Like, if the disease was killing fucking, like, 70% of people, like, you, I'm sure, would be like, you know, I gotta say the fucking side, hmm. and I'm gonna listen to what they're telling me. But, like, you know, there's a lot of serious conversations to be had about, like, what is appropriate what we could have done better and uh without even getting into any like full on fledged, like you know like this was super planned out by the world's elites and all that like a lot of good conversation
0: oh yeah no i i feel you because a lot of the time when you start talking about the maybes and what ifs and stuff it, there's the, it, i mean is there a real point to that because are we going to ever know what happened i mean like uh, the the thing about it was i think was just the 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 and by the way, it was the total number on World meter says six million six hundred and seventy two thousand five hundred and thirteen people have died from coronavirus so far. So six hundred. What? Uh, six million six hundred seventy-two thousand five hundred thirteen people have died from coronavirus so far. So that that's uh, that- and that's with
1: like all of the world coming together and being like, yo, we gotta figure this out, mm-hmm. and like, let's get a vaccine out as fast as fucking possible. Like right. all of the world's resources and all of the world's like uh uh top people like working on one thing. Like that number would have fucking ballooned if everyone was just like. You know, let's just fucking leave it alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. We'll never know that. Um, but, you know, I I can see how people can see, you know, like I, I can see how people can put these ideas together of, of, um, uh, of maybe this... This elite, the elites came together and, and decided that this was the time to start. I mean, because population control is is big part of the uh, like when you and Bill Gates, of course, uh, when you when you hear Bill Gates talk population, he wants to decrease population. There's there's um, there's videos of him saying if we get the right vaccines, mm-hmm. and we, which is taken out of context as well, because vaccines um reduce they can. I, I forgot how he put it but it, it was kind of taken out of context but you you see a lot of these people who post the um bill gates saying that he wants to see population come down and which by the way a, almost a billion people is is uh is, is a good amount uh, it's a good start to population reduction by the way um and i'm not saying anything i'm not saying anybody planned this i i don't I don't want twitch to get mad at me uh
1: <laughs> yeah man it's tough it's it's tough to have serious conversations about this without being like because yeah there's probably a lot of like things that are considered conspiracy that you know there's probably some truth to them and i think oh, that's like that's the case with all conspiracies like mm. there's always a kernel of truth in there mm. that then people latch out and then kind of you know it just goes overboard that's for everything in life um it's tough man i i would love for there to be like one day, like some serious reporting on, like, hey, you know, this was done, and maybe this could have been done better. You didn't have to lock down for this long. You could have just, like, you know, focused on this this demographic of of your population instead, like the older people, and you could have let this people just keep going and and doing their jobs. Like, we'll never know, like you said. And um, I well, just, it sucks I will never stop talking about it. I'm well, just like, God, it was man, a huge man. thing, this and, like and, and like two years, people are old.
0: still traumatized by it. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. like the biggest thing was is that, you know, in in this whole situation was the biggest transfer of wealth to the elite in in history. Uh, the biggest clampdown on speech in history. Like we couldn't even say things like, uh, like, like that uh, that the that the virus was created in a lab and and maybe was let out of a lab and not didn't, it didn't come from a bat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was so many parameters put on what you couldn't couldn't say just mm-hmm. for six months later for it to be like, oh well, maybe there is some possibility that that happened. Hey, there's just a lot of things that are really odd about it like that whole there was that the um they did a uh, um what was it they it, I forgot what it was called it was um like a month or so before the or a couple months before the pandemic they did this opera, uh this this uh, what do they call it? it it's like um I can't even, I I don't even know what they call it. it. It like they did a simulation. Okay. It was a simulation where they 15 days to flatten the curve. They did a simulation that was pretty much a Corona type virus. Um, and they go through and all the world leaders sort of came together to this conference where they did this simulation where they walked through like, you know, there's going to be uh, social turmoil uh, you know, we got to watch out for misinformation and disinformation for the internet, and y- y- all the way, all, all the way down the line, when you see this whole thing play out, it, it's kind of suspicious. It is kind of suspicious, and then you have like the WEF, who, who is you know the World Economic Forum, uh, which is, has that weird Klaus Schwab guy who looks like a fucking you know a super villain. Uh, the WHO, who was just sort of going along with whatever China was telling them, and and, and they were just sort of saying whatever, uh, you know. It, when you see these Twitter files getting released now. And how how much the government was involved with controlling certain stories and certain aspects, like it's not. It only feeds into that idea is that that we're looking for more control. Uh, We're basically just living batteries. Uh, We're only here to sort of serve one purpose, and that is to keep the rich rich. Now, I I don't think that that's that big of a conspiracy theory because (laughs) the way it, you know. Look at how we treat our prisoners. Look at how we treat yeah. people who work in a factory all day. At any moment in time, they could lose their job and then just end up in the prison system because of the downtrodden and end up you know, committing crimes to feed their family. So it all sort of feeds into itself. So I, I don't think that that's – again, I'm not saying that this was a pandemic, but I can see that how people can put these ideas together. And, yeah. and and uh, you know, come out on the other end like what the fuck, uh, especially when it comes to the COVID, the, the stuff that they're releasing now with COVID. Remember when they said it was a hundred percent effective on transferring uh, transferring the uh, the the virus? They it, it, in the, <laughs> what did they say? Hold on, I remember transmission. So my my
1: thought Please. of the the vaccine, and this is like a long ass time ago. At this point, it was like. It, it, it didn't stop transmission, but it severely, like there were studies on how it like significantly reduced the chances of you being hospitalized. Or like if you were immunocompromised fucking dying, like it was still going to be transmittable. But like the people that did get vaccines, they were less likely to end up in the hospital.
0: Um, and this is a
1: long time ago, dude. Like this is what I'm saying. Like
0: well, there, was so too, right? oh. it, there was What's so much information, right? There was so much information that went out. Um, there was just, uh, there was, there was just such an abundance of information and some of it was misinformation. There was definitely disinformation, yeah. uh, that, that I feel like that is kind of on purpose of too, because it sort of confuses people's minds, right? Like it confuses Like, cause right now you're even having, I, I don't even remember the, you know, what that was, but there was a point when Rachel Maddow was on TV saying like, if you take this vaccine, you will not transmit this to other people. And- well,
1: we gotta remember, man. Like Rachel Maddow isn't in that big of a position. Like she's not in a government authority. She's just an anchor on, a, on a, a news program. You could argue that that news program has a lot of influence and stuff, but that's no different than someone else's opinion. Like that's an opinion piece in the Washington Post. Like sure, that's somebody who's just telling you what their idea is. And for all we know, yeah, it's just another dumbass opinion. Like you know, not all opinions are created equal, and they shouldn't all be considered. Um,
0: but that wasn't just uh, her they opinion.
1: Taking it serious. That, that just wasn't like, just
0: her opinion though. That that was like what everyone was saying. Like everyone was saying the same shit. The the president was saying it. Like you got to. They, they didn't a video, even study. Yeah, so yeah, Long
1: ago. I need to see a video. I do want to address though. Uh, Naders in the in the chat said, "What if ballot harvesting and plan flu is the only way to get Orange Man bad out of office?" Like these are the conspiracy yeah. theories that are just so out of like left field and have no like, dude. <laughs> Billion, like, not billions, millions of people died all over the world. People, countries that are literally allied with Trump, right? Brazil went through a massive toll of COVID. Brazil went through COVID so hard. So many of their people died. Jair Bolsonaro is allied with Trump. Like, there is no reason why he would go along with this plan of his own people dying, right? Right. Uh, he's a conservative president down in Brazil there's no reason why this dude would go through with some plan where his people are dying most likely his voters are dying just so that one of his allies could be taken out of office like yeah I, nah man that that one's definitely not that one definitely don't make sense um you know like there there's no reason why all these countries would go through something like this for uh, for trump like to get out of office like you know these <laughs> countries that are a lot of them were allied with trump like and right. they went through heavy ass tolls of this
0: no and, and i don't believe that and Nader doesn't even believe that and, and again i don't believe that it was a planned thing but again yeah, yeah. i'm just, just like i'm sort of playing devil's like advocate that, with it
1: you know i i know you might not believe it but like you drop that out there and like you know if thousands of people see it somebody's gonna believe it
0: some mean tweets for $2 a gallon of gas that dude don't control gas man. the president don't control
1: gas the way that you said I'm all about me like no president has helped me the president don't control gas Trump the gas was $2 a gallon because nobody was traveling nobody was going anywhere Uh, what's it called the OPEC was pumping out uh, what's it called uh, what the fuck is the word? They were pumping out oil like crazy. We could pull up articles right now about how much oil was being pumped by OPEC at that time. And now they're just like severely slashing it, you know, for their own reason. And I don't think that Biden could do anything. I don't think Trump would have been able to do anything.
0: Well, I mean, now, now, you know, they're looking at, you know, we're talking like Saudi Arabia and, and China are sort of grouping up now. and Yeah, there's ta- BRICS. Brazil,
1: yeah. Russia, India... China and Saudi Arabia, I believe, like it's a it's a coalition, and they determine like, hey, we got a bunch of oil that we can determine the price on. It's basically a cartel.
0: And and you know and what the petrodollar, which is the U.S. dollar, um, yeah, you know that China. that's in huge risk of being, you know, dethroned by the, the by the yuan or by whatever the currency that BRICS comes up with. Exactly, it, yeah, which is going to gonna be very detrimental to uh you know our economy and how we are because our we just print money right and there's nothing really to back it up other than the fact that the world uses u.s currency as you know one of their like what yeah. the base what do they call it see i'm not fiat. an economist it is fiat it, it is fiat money but it's but it's a the reserve uh, yeah, there's nothing really to do. Don't y'all have gold? Not like we used to, I no, don't think. No, I don't
1: think that. I don't think it's been off gold for a while.
0: Yeah, we haven't been we haven't been on gold since the 70s. Um uh, I'm looking I'm still looking for that there's this video Dude.
1: then the 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 crazy thing is there's like this very strange dynamic where if you travel outside of the united states right now the u.s dollar is like at an all-time high Mm. and that's why you see headlines like you know the dollar and the pound almost being at parity the euro being close to what the dollar is worth like if you we were in uh colombia in the summer and the dollar is is crazy high out there compared to their peso so it's just like i don't know there's a lot of of things where I think uh, Americans look at it and they see conspiracy, but then they forget to look at like, hey, man, there's a whole other world out there. There are other countries out there where like, you know, it's not just the America show, like look out at other things. And like, we could say that for so many things like, hey, does this program work? Does uh, does this work? Hey, maybe we should try like how Canada does it or how any of these other
0: countries do it. Yeah, and the... Why not? And I'm down and I'm open, but I really enjoy my lifestyle. Uh, I enjoy being able to go to the store and get food when I need to. I enjoy having semi-clean water that comes out of the tap, and that not every city in America yeah. has that. But um, yeah. I, I like what we have now, and if we were to sort of be knocked down a peg – a Wait, lot. not
1: knocked down, not knocked down though, not knocked down. Mm-hmm. Change, right? Like, okay, but all those it, things that you did. listed, every other country, you know, developed country has.
0: Right, but but it could easily turn into something that it, it that uh, that that we don't have. And and when you see our, our crumbling infrastructure, right, and yeah, you know, I... and you see these cities that don't have clean water, and you yeah. see how people, how this country, um, it it. it it, it prefers profit over people, and which yeah. is you know capitalism at its at its essentially right. Yeah, um, yeah, It it makes me fear if there was some sort of uh, depression or recession, and the U.S. dollar does get dethroned, the U.S. dollar, we could be sent back into uh, I don't know about oh, third yeah, world that's country. Not good. Yeah, you know we're... we're I mean, look at what happened to the Soviet Union after it fell. You know, people were starving. Um, people weren't. You know, the shelves were bare. There was only a few things, or and they put limits on what you could buy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, to me, that sounds horrible. And and yeah, I don't sure. mind. I don't mind upgrading America. I don't mind us. You know, catching up with the rest of the world. I mean, I wouldn't mind if America went to the fucking metric system. I mean, it just makes fucking sense. But. It, <laughs> But to to take down a quality of life, which we've been and, – and it's crazy too because right now in, in Europe, there's places where they're conserving their energy, where they're not heating pools up to a certain degree. Uh, they're they're because of their energy crisis over there, and and my friends from Germany know all about this. I'm sure. Meanwhile, we have fucking Christmas lights and Las yeah. Vegas and like fucking all these things. So I don't think it would be a bad thing for us to to sort of be forced to reckon with our overuse. But is yeah. that
1: is yeah, that yeah, going to no. come all- with
0: us starving and? <laughs> And it not- should never,
1: it should never come at a sacrifice to quality of life. I agree with that one hundred percent. Uh, I don't think I was clear with what I was saying. I was talking no, about okay. stuff like, you know, let's switch our healthcare to, like, whatever works over in Canada where people don't fucking go into bankruptcy yeah. from going to the emergency that's room. That's great. Like, stuff like that. like Yeah, socialized
0: uh, medicine would be amazing. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: and that's what I, I meant about that. picking and choosing and being able to be like, hey, that works. That doesn't work. You know, the U.S. is always going to have very different circumstances. We're a much bigger – like, I'm pretty sure we're bigger than all of Europe by itself. Maybe yeah. exclude, like, some of Eastern Europe. Um, you know, we have a shit ton of oil down here by ourselves in our own country. Uh, uh, you know, for what it's worth, we have a shit ton of like companies out here, like uh, tech companies that are working on sustainable energy. Like so we have di- different circumstances than Europe will ever have, than Canada will ever have. But it's all about like choosing and picking and being like, hey, that would work or that would work. Wait three weeks for a fractured arm, but it's free. Homie, if you don't have insurance and you have a fractured arm, you waiting forever because you might not be able to afford it, bro. Like That's the big problem. You don't want to wait three weeks and you come out with no money or what? You want to just... Oh, wait. Actually, I don't even know if you're disagreeing with me, man. <laughs> I don't know if you're disagreeing with me. But what I'm saying is in our system right now, if you don't have insurance and you have a fractured arm, you most likely just going to fucking sit at home and let it get worse.
0: And 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 also to be fair, um <laughs> jokes on you, I don't, you. I don't go to
1: the doctor. That's bad, bro. That's fucking <laughs>
0: bad. <laughs> hate That's it. not good, fam. Like yeah, shit no.
1: develops in your body that you don't know.
0: Even even uh, there's a hospital here where even if you don't have insurance, they'll treat you and stuff. And it's not like it's not That's like good. the it's a big hospital it's not yeah it, most of the time that kind of things gets handled they they prioritize emergencies i don't think if you're having a heart attack they're like well you can see the heart doctor in three weeks you know they yeah, usually yeah go. for sure i save 40 stitches with duct tape <laughs> <laughs> you
1: yeah. can save 15 percent on your stitches with duct tape yo yeah or, i don't know or, or, like or in all honesty i want people to live i want people to be healthy i want people to uh you know, if something comes up, like, you know, if it's a cold or a flu, like, yeah, you could probably just like do something over the counter. But like when people are like, Yeah, my fucking kidney was acting up and I decided I don't have insurance, so I'm not gonna go to the doctor, it's like, bro, that's really bad, man. I don't want you to die.
0: Yeah, it, it's uh that it's not good. It's not good. My it I'm I'm like <laughs> I don't like going to the doctor, but as I get older, uh, I I'm just like you know what I, I'm gonna need a second opinion. My the WebMD, you know, it came it comes in handy once in a while, but I'm gonna get a second opinion and actually ask a doctor.
1: <laughs> there are just things I'm like terrified of. I'm terrified of going blind, like Ugh. because I do like you know content creation as a blind person. I'm sure there are a lot of great stories out there where people like uh, uh, surpass their limitations and and they just create amazing work. But I'm scared as fuck at that because that sounds hard. Right. So, like, there are certain, like, medical things that I get, like, super terrified of where I'm, like, I don't want to have, like, cancer. That sounds really fucking bad. Every show I've seen where they have cancer, like, it's expensive and it's really fucking bad. Like, they end up with no energy. So, there are just, like, medical things where I'm, like, fam, go to the doctor. It's good for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. And and also, the other side of that is that doctors are just people, and there's good doctors, and there's shit doctors, right? There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I've ran into all kinds of – my family's had lots of health issues over the – over the over the years and i've seen really good doctors i've seen terrible doctors and yeah, there's yeah. a lot of terrible doctors and there's a lot of good doctors and there's a lot of okay doctors but it the, the thing is, is that, that i can see the mistrust that people do have so i found that video uh so far, I'm glad to see you having zave on stream here yo uh, queen of wands uh welcome queen thank you so much for being here i appreciate that. yeah zave is awesome love zave uh smart dude uh, go. Um, go, go, go. So this is what I was talking about. So this is says um, these are the. There's this whole. I'll show you. There was this whole video that was put together, where I guess it doesn't say stop Gosh. transmission, but th- I know that transmission was part of it, um, which we can pull up videos from that too. But it's this video where it just shows different headlines, and so here we go. It's a hundred percent. Hold on, let me see. Oh,
1: shit, I can't see anything. Where is this coming from? What's the This is the, you YouTube know? and this is Russell
0: Brand's channel too. And I know Russell Brand is a conspiracy theorist. He gets now. kooky. <laughs> he gets a little kooky. He does, but he yeah, he does make some me. sense and it's not like he's just sitting there um making shit up off his top of his head. So here here's showing like different boosters go ahead second
1: for sure. Bro, the, the problem, a lot of these headlines, man, he cuts them off. Like, I don't see the author of them. No, you're right. You're like, right. It's a bunch of headlines that just head. go,
0: and it's 100% effective, 100% effective. Yeah. And then, oh, and shit, then it yeah. starts dropping, hundreds. percent 99%.
1: Dude, yeah, I'm 100% like, I know, I don't think this is conspiratorial at all. I think that when you have something new that comes out, you're going to learn new information about it, and you're going to have to revise your numbers. You're going to have to like, right. play as it science, goes, unfortunately.
0: Right, you're going at the at, at, at the speed of science. And yeah, I get yeah. that. Like, you and, know, and, and the way
1: that it's dropping right now, like, yeah, you know, you're going to realize, like, hey, it's not as effective as we thought. The sample size was smaller. As like As the sample size keeps getting bigger, the percent will drop, like, you know.
0: And also there was a lot of studies that they didn't even do because they f- you know, operation warp speed. Uh, there's a lot of things that the lot of testing that they didn't even do, um which yeah, that they s- just bypassed. A- mm-hmm. And and but but they were also saying that they did do these tests, or at least mm-hmm. they were they were whatever people people were saying that this is what it was. Yeah. And in at the end you find out even now that it was you know, they were just either lying or they were, uh, you know, they weren't telling us the whole story. Also, yeah. when you look at how they, uh, how they, uh, they don't have, they're they're not accountable for anything that happens, you know, any kind of deaths that happen or any kind of it, any information that comes out. Pfizer, all these medical companies are, are these pharmaceutical companies are completely protected. They 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 will never be able to be sued or held accountable yeah, for anything thought. happens. Yeah, yeah. And then when you see all these study when they release all these studies and you have half of the things redacted, like mm. that's I mean, again, that I, I'm not saying that the vaccines don't work. Go get vaccinated, folks, go do your well, thing. Mm-hmm. But Yo, but to, but but to sit there uh, and say that there's not something fishy about all this shit. Then it, it's you know that's that's another thing. Something is weird about it when they need that blanket uh, no accountability thing, and then when they, yeah, when yeah. we demand to see the the research and all the things that they were supposed to be doing. They're blacking it out Or they're saying that we'll release it over the next 70 years Or whatever it was That to me sticks out And and that red flags me
1: (laughs) That's such a funny looking dude But um (laughs) (laughs) Yeah We gotta go back to capitalism, man. That's the problem. Like, all these companies, my understanding of why they wanted that in there or why they wouldn't work on it was because they were putting so much money into it, right? That they were afraid of, like, hey, if things go wrong, they'll sue us. And, like, it's not worth the investment if we can't have this protection. So it was either give them that or them just not working on it. Like, and they wanted that protection because they didn't want to get sued to death when fucking inevitably things didn't go the way they thought it would happen. Like that's just, that's, you know, another case of companies being like, well, I'm not going to do it for the good of nobody. I want to make money off of this. And you know, you saw Pfizer stock go up, you saw Moderna stock go up, like all of them were doing super well during a time where other companies were not doing well at all. And like, you know, it was, uh, it was them just seeking another opportunity to make money.
0: Right, right um oh and here's i know rachel Maddow is not the end i'll be I, I do i rachel. do like talking shit about her MSDNC, and it's the unvaccinated people who
1: dude yeah i don't really listen to her for whatever I reason really no what
0: did she talk about don't agonize about it. well let me see what the thing is i don't have cable do that, so i don't like watching um, this as a personal plea from me if you personal. have been putting off being vaccinated i also can't hear for whatever reason oh you can't hear no. don't agonize about it, don't let anybody make you feel bad
1: about that. She looks, she looks like and, she's you know, being sarcastic and just annoying as hell. Make and a arrogant. fresh
0: decision now. Yeah, it, I could tell by her
1: know. facial expression, I have no idea what she's saying. No matter what, now like is the time to a much messenger. higher chance of getting this newly transmitted. you have mm. a, because right. we really cannot afford you We gotta to dump her over. If you're unvaccinated, you have a much higher chance of getting this newly transmissible variant. While like. The big corporations were the ones that were able to stay open and fucking they had the resources to do delivery and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, biggest transfer of wealth in, in human history. So, I mean, there yeah. there was a lot to be gained out of this whole situation. Again, I'm not saying it's a pandemic. I'm not saying anything about it. But I think that is the nature of capitalism is yeah. to just make as much money, like you're saying, make as much money as you can. And uh, <laughs> he did, Nader's did. And, and you know, at whatever cost it is, the bottom line is all that matters. And it doesn't matter who suffers or who doesn't, you know, in and as america we've we definitely will work on behest of these companies you know to go out and you know lockheed martin is doing pretty good right now with these wars in ukraine oh, Raytheon. yeah Raytheon, and, and and these oil companies who want to uh, i mean like the iraq war it all just came out recently. you know it's like there was mm-hmm. no wmp's over there it was it yeah, was yeah. Or, what was it weapons of wmds mess. yeah there was no wmds over there it was literally just to go get the wealth and the resources. Yeah, it was yeah. it was just a resource war, and and that's you know that that's what America does, it, it, which is is a horrifying thing. But it's also driven from that idea of 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 a capitalistic mentality where we go and it, the bottom line is all that matters. And if if a bunch of brown people over in another country that no one's ever heard of dies from it, well, that's just what happens because that's the cost of business. It's the cost of doing business, baby. And yeah. it, and then on the other hand, we all benefited from that. That in, in a way you know like as americans we do benefit from that and i'd rather is <laughs> as, as fucked up as it sounds is like i'd rather it be us doing this than us be the ones who are being taken over like that you know what i mean
1: which yeah, sounds you know, really we've cruel and terrible we never lived not in an empire like you know yeah. we're both born here in america right yeah. you're born here so like we're all i know is what it's like to live during this empire that is known as america like i don't know Any other time i don't know the british colonial time like i'm sure if i lived during those times and i was american i'd be like god damn it like we gotta overthrow these british motherfuckers (laughs) And uh, you know and i'm sure that there are people right now living in in these countries where we exploit their resources so that our iphones and our our phones can be super cheap like you know they are not enjoying this time of american empire and they don't want it I love we, my
0: phone. And I love that it's affordable. And I don't yeah, want that yeah, to go away. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. And, and that's just where we're at.
1: <laughs> it sucks, man. And yeah. it really sucks because I don't know if there's any type of global system where like one country isn't being uh, uh, an underclass in order for us to keep our quality of life. Like I, I really don't know. I, have, I don't have those answers. So like, if somebody does, maybe they should try. But those people usually don't end up with power.
0: No, they don't, and and we end up getting, you know, people who are corrupt as fuck. You know, it, it, like the current administration we have here is a corrupt administration. Uh, I mean, that I mean, it's it's, it's always Biden. Corrupt. What you, what you, what, what's your problem with Biden? Are you serious? Based Biden, <laughs> Based Biden. Listen, <laughs> Based I, voted I voted for him. I voted for him. I Joe think Brandon. I, yeah, dark Brandon. Joe um, Brandon? I, I think I think is. Uh, I think the whole him, I think it's really interesting that he had a lot of business ventures in Ukraine and in the energy field over there. Um, And and now we're in Ukraine and we're supplying them with our our weapons and stuff. I I think that's really... How does
1: that that tie into like Russia wanting to go and take that land, like Russia being the attackers, Russia constantly attacking their capital, being like, hey, Ukraine actually belongs to us ethnically. Like, how does that Mm -hmm. tie in?
0: Um, well, I think it has something to do with the, uh, what, what's that Eastern region where they, where there's a lot Dunbar. of Russian people. Yeah. The Donbass region and that whole, uh, NATO not encroaching on their space. And I'm not trying to be like Russia apologist or anything like that, but it's, it is, it is a, uh, uh we are encroaching on this space and we are breaking treaties. And if you wanted to get a war going, you know, like you just keep pushing. You know, keep poking the bear, and and that's gonna happen. Uh, and and again, you gotta think about who's supplying Biden with all this money for campaigning and stuff, all the the whole administration. Uh, th- not just Biden. It's obviously not just Biden doing everything it, because it's it's that dude
1: too old to do any of that shit, man. That dude too. He's not too old them to them be corrupt, man. He's that not dude's too. Not cool. a mastermind, but hold on, I I do have to say, man, I gotta push back because please Finland is part of nato right yeah Finland, if you pull up a map right now is already right. on russia's border they've been in, in nato for a long time this is something different this is not about like you know they say that that's putin's like excuse um the donbass region from what i understand i have this one friend who is a um he's a russian asylum seeker here in the united states but before this like nothing to do with mm-hmm. the war like he has been in the united states for like six years at this point um My understanding of it is there's a lot of people that speak both Ukrainian and Russian in that area. It seems like there's a good amount of them that want to uh, uh, be part of Russia. There's a good amount of them that don't. But, you know, we can't tell that of how much of that is propaganda. I know Putin's put a lot of money, a lot of resources into moving people into that region so that one day he could just kind of do what he did to Crimea and just be like, hey, there's a lot of Russians here. I'm gonna come take this, right? Like, if you have just... Decades and decades of people moving into there. Of course eventually like there'll be enough people that are there that are like Yeah, yeah, we do like uh, Russia and Putin but in terms of like dude I don't think this is nothing to do like Ukraine people have to countries have to want to join NATO right countries can't just be Accepted into NATO without them applying for it Ukraine and all these countries obviously want to join NATO because they see what the fuck is going on They're just like hey Russia's fucking going buckham wild and like they just taking fucking territories. Like that's crazy in modern day era, a, a, a country just being like, yo, I'm going to just take your land. Like we're not really used to seeing that where we're just like, hey, I'm going to just absolve this piece of land. And now it's my border. Like that's pretty wild. And, um, you know, these countries see that and they're just like, hey, what's going to protect us? NATO, this like military alliance. But at the end of the day, it's an alliance and you have to apply and, and get accepted to it. And these countries have to want to be part of it.
0: Yeah, and, and and I agree. And and I'm 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 not saying what Russia did is wrong. I mean because you're saying it, it, what is right <laughs> no 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 right. i'm I meant, uh, i'm not saying what uh russia did is right um yeah. because i i'm just i'm t- completely anti-war but i i again i try to see things on two different sides and, and and i do think that people should listen to putin or at least we should have people talking to him we should have you know sit down meetings with this guy um i i i i yeah, I, I don't know how much he's saying is lies or propaganda and, and that but then again, I don't know how much the America what's coming out of the American media system and, and our politicians is lies and propaganda because it is it does yeah. seem to you better settle down, Naders. I don't I don't fucking I don't play that comedy <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> that green screen comes down and it's
0: just like whole <laughs> oh, Russian propaganda. <laughs> dude, um, you know, like cause right now I, It's just weird that that this whole Burisma Energy Company and and the ties that Hunter Biden does have to it and his father has to it. It it is just strange. We also have Biden um, from the past. I mean, this goes back to 2014 uh, when they were taking over Crimea and stuff. Like, it's just, it's a weird thing that we're sort of picking and choosing when we're going to intervene and when we're not. And here's the, I don't know, it... I guess I guess I don't have my thoughts together for this, and I'm not That's trying. Okay, to, I'm not trying to stick a lot up of for nepotism
1: anybody. For sure, like you know, Biden's trying to fu- Hunter Biden is this dude who's just trying to cash off off of his last name, like everybody else in Washington D.C. and everybody else in the world, honestly, in the music industry, you're gonna have a bunch of like what Koi LaRay, what's her name? She's like uh, Benzino's daughter. Like you know, everybody's gonna use some nepotism and try and. Uh, You know, even the people that are like, yo, I got an internship because my dad knows so and so. Like, that's just unfortunately the way of life. Uh, I don't know if it's nefarious. Like, Biden is stepping in on purpose because of like those things. Like, I'm sure Hunter Biden did use his dad's name to get like positions where he was definitely not entitled. Like, you know, he had no experience to get them but if this is any different than like anybody like i don't think this is any different than anybody else is what i'm
0: trying right. to say and right and i'm not trying to say that like trump wasn't corrupt or george bush senior wasn't corrupt or even yeah, yeah, yeah. even even i mean obama fucking killed more brown people uh, than than anybody before him just from his drone it, and it was what was it like 90 percent? it was civilians who were they were killing yeah yeah so yeah. i mean it, i'm not saying that okay morby love you have a good, good night. night morby 10 for the big guy uh yeah exactly it, it's it it's just that it, i feel like there's just such blatant corruption and there's so many lies that are coming out of 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 every administration I mean really that it's a um, it's just I, I I feel like I'm not the only one who's sort of losing faith and trust in in the in the system itself and I like what America stands for and me and you both have benefited from the idea of immigration right you know where people could come here and provide a better life for their offspring Mm -hmm. Uh, you know so like I love that idea of it but I think that it's sort of been captured by you know corporate interest and whatever you know the military industrial complex the oil Mm -hmm. industrial complex the the medical industrial complex big pharma all these all these different um, all these different systems that have sort of captured uh, our best interest and and that's that's really my concern about it and and that's why I just I have to I have to shit on whenever I see power, and and I feel like that's the job of the press is to sort of, and yeah. I and I just recently considered myself a journalist, so <laughs> I think the idea yeah, you are uh, I think that the idea of journalism is to push back against the power and and to question this stuff and and it, you know it should be based on facts and and a lot of things that that uh, I'll say sometimes it's just something I heard from somewhere and then I probably get it wrong. Um, so it's not always the best information, but I, I do go out of my way to try to learn as much about where both sides of the, uh, of the ideal ideologies are coming from. And I don't consider myself a Democrat or Republican. Like I, I'm just completely Dis disgusted by both of these parties and, and yeah i feel yeah. like the I corruption in here, is deep. what what
1: don't you like about like biden's policy wise like what he's done policy wise
0: um well i don't like that his border policy is kind of garbage right now that seems a little unsafe and 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 again i come from fucking and it, i come from someone who came over the border did it right they mm-hmm. they they weren't u.s citizens now, now they are U.S. citizen. They they came over. They did it the way you're supposed to do it. And even I'm my... sorry. What I'm sorry if, if if I can't ask this. But like, what
1: is what is that way? Like, how do you, how do they do it? Like,
0: my mother came it? over. My mother came over sort of during the the '60s and and '70s when the border was kind of kind of like there there it was not open but it was you could go and work right green cards I'm, I'm maybe you're familiar with green cards yeah yeah uh <laughs> and my mom came over with somebody who her father who would come up um and bring workers and they would travel around to different fields they go like colorado california ohio and they would you know go out in the fields and work the fields and so she ended up coming over and, and as a kid they came they they immigrated over to texas but she was born in mexico and so they were able to come over on a work visa and eventually she she had to keep renewing i think that's how it worked. you gotta keep kind of renewing your green card and your yeah. work visa and eventually you, she made her way to ohio and and uh she married my father and then mm. she ended up she ended up uh not not for citizenship but she ended up going and getting her citizenship yeah um the proper way and and i'm not saying that people don't deserve to come here and do it uh come here and benefit from america and and the opportunities that is offered here but i do see a big problem when you have you know you know proven human trafficking now uh, yeah. we have tons of fentanyl just coming over chinese fentanyl uh it, it, we, we there is a lot of terrible things that are coming over the border you know, anybody can just sort of step over it right now. So it to me, I feel like that's a big unsafe thing that's happening that that's part of his sort of policy. It's something that he's sort of ignoring altogether, or at least sort of downplaying it. Uh I, I don't care for that at all. Um so
1: I I just gotta I just wanna look it up because I don't know. I know it's supposed to end soon, but from my understanding title uh, the some... program Title Forty Two mm-hmm. has Is uh, is a program that Trump is a Trump era COVID Mm -hmm. policy where they were allowed to turn you back if you were uh, asylum seeking or you came to the border. They were allowed to send you right back to Mexico or to your country Mm -hmm. uh, without trial and the reasoning for that was hey we have a pandemic right now our systems are all just like out of whack and we don't have the the proper resources to fund them so right now we're just going to send you back with no trial Mm -hmm. that is a program that biden has had up until i'm pretty sure it's supposed to end this week or this coming week Mm -hmm. but title 42 has been here for the the two years that biden has been president so he has been operating under um, a program that was instilled through trump and Mm. i i guess didn't work i don't know there's still the massive surge you know i do hear about it i hear about it all the time like you see these giant groups and like My understanding of that is like these people are coming just very out in the open because they are trying to get to some point where they can declare themselves. Like these people aren't just going in and like, hey, we're on TV and like we're on these cameras and like we're trying to sneak in. Everybody sees them. The people that we don't see, that's a different story. Like those people aren't on camera. Those people are going at nighttime. But those people, when you see those giant, large groups of migrants, they're trying to get to a check in point. Now, from what I've been told from people that are undocumented, that system is completely fucked up. Immigration lawyers have told me like that that uh, there's giants of backlogs. Uh, it's super, just like you know, they kind of give you a paper and they're like, hey, come back in like a few months. A lot of those people don't come back to their court dates. It's just super underfunded. But those giant groups of like migrants that you see coming here, you know, they're not trying to hide or anything. Like they can't hide. Everybody sees them. They're in a giant group. They are trying to come to a point of access. Where they can declare like, "Hey, we are refuge. We're trying to seek asylum for whatever reason," and um, you know, it's just underfunded, under fucked up. Like, but all all I was trying to get at is that Biden's been operating under a program that was instilled by Trump, Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's supposed to end pretty soon. And I know there's a lot of like, even Democrats like in Arizona and a lot of those border states are being like, "Hey, don't do this." So you know, there is a lot to be said about Biden and his administration and what he's done. But I do think that like he gets a lot more shit than 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 what he should have. Like he is operating under a lot of things that people like don't even realize. Like, hey, Donald Trump put this in place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, um, the the whole idea of the cages and stuff that was put in place by Obama Biden administration. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, always know. pullovers and and you know mm-hmm. there, and and there's no there's no there's no real solutions to this, right? There's only trade offs. And so I I understand that Biden's not going to come in and just start, uh, you know, with a wave of a pen. He's going to be uh, doing you know you know changing the world, but. I don't know. Like it just seems like things haven't gotten better. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Um,
1: it it does feel like, and I will say, like, I understand why a lot of people get disenfranchised from the system and they think like, hey, whatever choice is is the same thing. Like they're both the same wing of uh uh you know, two different wings of the same bird is the saying I've heard a lot. I to me it was a lot about um Damage reduction and Nader's. You said everyone I know who voted for Biden has buyer's remorse. I don't, man. Like at this point, it was damage reduction, and it was to not vote for Biden was to allow Trump to be back in office. It's we don't have a system where there's a third option or anything. Like that's it. It's if Biden didn't make it, it was going to be Trump. And a lot of Trump's policies uh, affected my family a lot worse. Like that dude in his budget was about to take out the public loan service forgiveness program. However you feel about student loans, like that's a different story. This is a program that was in place for people that work nonprofit jobs who don't make a lot of money saying, "Hey man, after 10 years of your service to either um government organizations or nonprofit organizations, we'll discharge your your uh your student loan debt." That was going to be very targeted, very targeted at people that did nonprofit and volunteer work. And that dude was about to scrap it. That was out of his budget if he had become president. So, like, there was a lot of things where I was just not going to vote for Trump, and um, Biden was not my first choice. Um, but he was the fucking dude who made it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and that, and besides, he's fucking incredibly racist as fuck, but, you know. Biden whatever. is an old-ass man, and he uh, <laughs> comes from the racist past <laughs> time, where it's just like, damn, dude. Like, but no, you know, I, do, I don't really care, honestly, if you're racist or not in power. Like, to me, as long as you're fucking getting results, I think that's where it's at. You can have whatever fucking personal feelings you want about whoever, but like, but if you're ineffective, and, 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 and again, inflation's only gone up. And fucking, yeah, the yeah. gas prices are down a little bit. I don't know how they are in New York. I'm sure they're not down that much. I know my family out in California are still paying six dollars a fucking gallon. Yeah, no, that's wild. So that. and again, I know it's not all Biden's fault, but goddamn, did he fail as a fucking as a president the last time he went over to Saudi Arabia? And he fuck like what a fucking flub that was. He did not get fucking any of the things he wanted out of that, and yet and then and then a couple couple months later you have xi jinping going over there and they're putting out the purple carpet and they have fucking yeah you know they they
1: gave gave biden the dry handy yeah exactly
0: so i feel like as a uh, as a representative of this country i think he's just not doing a great fucking job at it and and i don't like that he's fucking senile like I, i don't like that i don't yeah, care if sure, he doesn't bro. like black people but you gotta fucking <laughs> you gotta fucking do something that that benefits all of us you know like you're you're just over there sucking ass and and 10 percent to the big guy you know like it's just it's too much for me and this yeah. idea that and i know this is like really um i know this goes on both sides of the aisle and again i'm i'm disgusted with republicans and democrats uh but this whole idea of insider trading and how obvious it is like with nancy pelosi and yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so obvious and so terrible. It's so uh, just out of hand that there's entire websites, there's Twitter accounts, there's TikTok accounts that are dedicated they to mad money. following their investments because oh, yeah. they know that it's a sure thing. Because it's so, I mean, to me, that is such an indicator of such a corrupt system. And, it, sure. and and again, that is on both sides of the aisle. Both sides of the aisle, people are benefiting. And do you know how much money it is to, if, if they get caught with that? It's a fine. They get fined. Fine. Yeah. Uh, probably it's probably like, not a lot. It's $200. <laughs> $200. We <laughs> looked at it. $200 up.
1: I found between my couch. <laughs> and
0: the, the old place of power that long. Might as well call her Putin.
1: Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is that, like, Putin doesn't have elections, fam. Like, well, he has elections in, in elections. China. They don't have elections anymore.
0: Yeah, they have elections, right? Where everybody,
1: all the fucking uh, adversaries go missing, or they fucking uh-huh. get like two votes somehow. But uh, you know, Pelosi's just a um a district representative who happens to be in a super rich part of San Francisco where they all jerk her off and like love who she is. You know, like she she's never won like a statewide race. She's just a uh she's just a representative
0: yeah i <laughs>
1: we definitely have elections bro don't don't do that man like that's the one good thing about america where like people from around the world are like hey like the b- before 2020 right it was like hey the person who actually won fuck it, ask maricopa county dude what are you talking about man that place is like arizona is heavy 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 republican bro doug ducey their governor is a is a republican through and through their state attorney is a republican Sometimes you just lose races, fam. That's well, it. Sometimes you lose don't. Races. You think it's
0: weird though that the lady who was was uh, running the race was, uh, and I'm not saying it was a a, a thrown election because I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that isn't it weird that the lady she oversees the election board or whatever, and she's in charge of making sure the the lady who's being voted in. Is, is, is who, what's her name? Something bell. Is that her name? She ran Katie Hobbs or whatever. Hobbs. Thank you. you, you. Yeah. Katie Hobbs. was also the head of, um, she oversees, uh, elections. The oversees.
1: Dude, I do know that that happened in Georgia. Uh, two years, not two years ago. Where yeah, she
0: she's personally responsible for overseeing election results. And yeah, but and, and then and then okay, that that that's weird on its own. But then you had all these people reporting how they would show up and and there would be the 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 machines weren't working that day. On the day of the election, the machines were were down, so they had to go somewhere else, or they had yeah. to go across town, and they had to wait hours and hours. I mean, again, I'm not saying that the election was bought and sold. I'm just saying I can see how people are putting these pieces together like, wait a minute. Was that a fair election? Maricopa
1: County had had a whole election cycle they had four years to get their shit straight and somehow they still didn't get it it's still i still don't him. think that's nefarious naters uh, you your fair is like a heavy democrat lives in atlanta <sharp inhale> we off were they off for the brian kemp race where he won like overwhelmingly that's what i don't understand there are like just certain races where people turn their eye and they're like nah there was definitely no uh election fraud here but here where we lost there was definitely election <laughs> fraud like <laughs> brian kemp destroyed his race bro and he lives in georgia like uh, stacy abrams was just not a good candidate she got blown terrible. the fuck out and uh just herschel walker is not a fucking good candidate Herschel Walker was terrible we too. have to look at sometimes now the katie Hobbs thing that is like i don't like that for whatever reason like we allow that conflict of in interest Brian
0: at C- least right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <Brian laughs> Kemp over oversaw his own election back in 2020 yeah back in 2020 against uh stacy abrams and uh, I don't like that. I think that's really fucked up. But for whatever reason, we just allow that. I don't think that that's nefarious. I think Carrie Lake just didn't get enough votes.
0: Yeah, and, and fair enough, you know, like however you want to see it. And and, uh, and again, fair elections, everybody not say anything. Okay, yeah. YouTube, yeah, Twitch.
1: Naders, you got to answer, man. Was your sister and them talking that things were off? You said everybody was talking. Were they saying that when Brian Kemp... Literally, I gotta find this. How much Brian Kemp won his election by? Because it was it was crazy, man. That dude got announced like he won within like a few hours. Like that dude outran Herschel Walker by a lot, man. Brian Kemp won fifty three percent of the vote. So like he won by more than four hundred thousand votes, or three hundred thousand. I can't count. I think it's three hundred thousand.
0: Brian Kemp, left wing,
1: right wing. So that's what I'm saying. When you say like, oh, people were talking, things were off. Was it off just for like
0: one part of the ballot? local officials yeah and and i mean there's there was just a lot of weird shit that goes on man and 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 that's to, here's the thing to say that there's no election fraud i think is also going a, a little one sided too uh i'm not saying it was election fraud on a, on a national basis on a federal yeah. basis but there's definitely people dumping ballots there's videos of people you know throwing ballots in the garbage because you do have these people who sort of take it upon themselves like well i'm not you know i'm just gonna throw these away there is fraud on these small levels to say that there's not i think it's disingenuous, but, but to say that the whole system is sort of corrupt and terrible well, yeah, yeah. I, there's evidence to point to it, but I'm not saying that. Okay, I think that there is.
1: There's. there's <laughs> it, it, it's... it's just tough, man. Because when you say when, like saying like, oh, you know, I'm not saying it, but like we should look at these things. Like, it's still raising suspicious around something where like this was brought up on multiple court cases. Like, right, judges that were Republican instilled. Like, these are our GOP. Uh, uh place judges that were still just like, hey, you know, like maybe there was some a little bit of like miscalculation here, maybe there's a little bit of this here, but nothing that would overturn an entire election. Like, this mm-hmm. has been brought up to courts, and there's a reason why we have three branches. Like, I think we gotta learn to like you know, relearn that whole how does government work for a lot of people? Because that was a long ass time in, in, in school for me. And uh, you know, sometimes I gotta read up on that shit. And when these courts are then saying, like, hey, you know, this this didn't go through. And it's not just one or two courts. It's, like, multiple courts to the point where, like, I think uh, Dominion voting machines brought up a lawsuit against Newsmax where they were like, hey, you've been on air just saying that our voting machines have been fucking it up and that we, like, purposely rigged this election. And Newsmax had to come out and be like, hello, uh, we are sorry, you know, reading off, like, mm. a thing. They're just like, we do not think that there was any voter fraud and... We do not condone anyone who says there was voter fraud,
0: you know, like because they didn't want to get sued. Yeah. And me neither. But it's the the I'm just saying that there is evidence to point that there was some fuckery going on. Um, And and then we all remember when Trump was elected, that uh, that he that that all the Democrats were saying that their election was stolen by Russian plants and all that stuff. and, And that all ended up being wrong. Uh, but I think I think Trump took it a step further to the point where he was like trying to get the vice president to overturn the election. So I, I, I yeah. do think he took it to the next level. Right. He's still still talking about it. Oh, yeah. He's still not like I, I think Trump is just the worst. Like I, I don't yeah. care for him at all. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. and again, I voted for Byron. Uh, but Byron. I, <laughs> Joe by Joe Byron, Joe you. Brandon. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Uh, so, so I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to bootlick for any side here. I just, to me, to me, I see it as a corrupt system in general and I wouldn't put it past anybody, uh, in any branch of the government to sort of crew up and, and sort of turn against a certain candidate. I mean, we, we saw how, um, what, what was that whole thing when we had what 40, um, 40 uh, um, ex-CIA and FBI agents who came out and said that uh, that the Hunter Biden laptop was was probably uh, Russian misinformation, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was suppressed on all these um, these uh, uh, these social media platforms. And and now mm-hmm. things the Elon were seeing that the FBI was directly involved with influencing what Twitter should suppress and what it shouldn't. And mm-hmm. so when you think about that there is sort of this cabal within our government who is making these decisions and who are influencing media. And so that to me, I mean, that's corrupt as fuck, man. That's, that's corruption. And so, and and it was, it's sort of proven now that, there was just several wings of the government who came together, along with media, along with social media, to take Trump out. And, I mean, it's not it's not a secret anymore. and and not that I wanted Trump in, but it yeah. was it but to me, to say that, you know, these are all real fair and open and and there's no fuckery going on. It, yeah, it, yeah. that's just to me, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't sit right because there was fuckery afoot. There was, Mm -hmm. there was decisions being made in small rooms behind closed doors where they decided what the public should see and what they shouldn't see and, and what we had access to and what we didn't have access to. And so, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, maybe these elections on, on paper are, are, are fair and, and legal. But when it comes to the idea of of influence and the idea of of what they want us to know and what how they want us to vote,
1: yeah. that
0: to me is is where it kind of gets a little it gets a little gray, a little flimsy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely can't say it's like free of influence. Like when we have money in politics and right. we have foreign countries that uh, um, pump money into certain candidates and stuff like. For sure, I I don't really like you. Definitely read a lot more news than I do. Like it's it's hard to keep track of. Like, oh, I know, and I
0: didn't uh, mean for this to turn into a big old fucking politics circle jerk.
1: Too, because I should keep up with it. No, nah, um, the Twitter it's... thing with the FBI being involved that would have happened during the twenty twenty election, correct? Because it was yeah. a Hunter Biden story. That means that Trump was president and he appointed the FBI director. Hmm. So like that's where I get confused because like why would uh, a a Republican FBI director appointed by Trump want to not get Trump back in and get Biden in?
0: Well, I mean, there's other factions. I mean, the FBI isn't just that one guy. The it's FBI. not just
1: that one guy, but it's, you know, like... There's so other... There's who other... are we pointing at? Just the
0: whole, the whole like, organization of the FBI? Uh, it I mean, y- yes and no, because you have... If you don't have... If that was a... Re, it, it was a, re, uh, a, a Republican-appointed uh, FBI director... But it doesn't mean that there there isn't a system that was already in play that where they didn't like what Trump was doing, or they wanted to make sure he wasn't going to be reelected, that wasn't going to go out there. I mean, because I mean, it, it's just right now. It, there was there was fbi agents who worked for twitter at the time i mean it's all coming out now that and it's not just the fbi it was just different factions of of yeah. the government and hey trump was also trying to get twitter to take down turn things down turn, yeah. to 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 make it so people can't uh, you know see certain um, news articles about him so he was doing it too which which is worse though like because he's actually the sitting president at that time Mm -hmm.
1: nobody in the world has more influence than the the president of the united states like the biden thing is is bad yeah but he's just a candidate Mm -hmm. he's just he's just a campaign at that point trump is actually the sitting president nobody has more influence than him
0: Right. Yeah, but then, but of course, Twitter had a different ideology than Trump. I mean, here's the thing that these companies are mostly left-leaning. And so, of course, they're going to be more receptive to a left-leaning, uh, you know, fucking uh, faction of the government. So, which is whatever. Um, but, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know, it, man. It's, it's,
0: it's all confusing. pretty shit. It's, it's but then confusing. again, but but also, but also, even after Biden was put into play, there was articles that came out and like the the whole COVID thing that that they were suppressing. Um, it, there was a lot of shit that they that this administration was in direct contact with these companies that were like, "Hey, you can't do this, you can't do that. We don't want this." And 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 we see the emails, we see the screenshots. It's all there out in the public now. Like we all, it's all out there. And the thing that is weird is that we see so much corruption that I feel like it's sort of like the mass shooting thing, right? Like where there's so much. Yeah, we've become so inundated with this violence that now we're just sort of numb to it. It's like, oh, another place got shot up. Oh, well, okay. What's for dinner tonight? Oh, the government's fucking corrupt. Uh, what you know? Yeah, like, yeah. we got to get Timmy to the football game. It's yeah. It, it's it's become to this point where we're so inundated and it's it's so much in our face we can't even fucking we can't even wrap our heads around it. And who has time to wrap their heads? around it? I mean, you just said it. it's like I, I should be staying up with it, but you you work. You, work, you have a life. Yeah. You create yeah, content. Yeah. You do things. So it's we mm. don't have all that. Uh, all. We don't we don't have the time to just be sitting there on the internet all day and, and just absorbing information. And this is what I mean when I just keep going down the hole. Like, doom scrolling, yeah. Oh, I'm just here for it. <laughs> I'm just here yeah, for the doomscrolling. A
1: hundred percent. Like, there are certain things where, like, we look at it and we're like, that's fucked up. Like, what do you mean that Pfizer and Big Pharma could just give – A hundred thousand dollar campaign donation, and then those same people go to a committee vote and they vote down, like, I don't know, lower prescription price for fucking seniors. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just a regular Tuesday on Capitol Hill. Like, there's a hundred percent things that we just like are like super numb to, and we don't even like consider corruption, but it's just like, hey, we should change that. and
0: uh <laughs> but nobody um, do, nobody does you know yeah, like i'm certainly does. not gonna go marching out in the cold fuck that yeah, hell no yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, that's what i'm saying man that's that's what sucks like i get it and uh that's why i really do think like and i think maybe it's how it's it's become more where like we say we're super divided right? like everybody's like oh the country's never been more divided but like the problem is like the two sides are very solidly together like mm. yes there's a divide between both of them but like there's no more middle ground where it's like hey you know like i'm a moderate on this and like this i agree with but i don't agree with this like it's kind of just like hey my team says this and like you know people that were going out to vote for Herschel Walker knowing that that dude was a bad fucking candidate they just wanted him to be a rubber stamp on whatever policies like that their side was going to agree on and like we're we're divided but we're also just like too solidly like uh united on issues where it's like, hey, you know, there should be more serious conversation about this.
0: Well, yeah, it, which which almost seems like it, you can't have these conversations. And I think that was, I think there's a lot of to, to the, you know, I think a lot of the separation is the idea that we can't like talk to other people It's like Cause if you yeah. talk to the other side or if you even espouse anything that the other side says, like, yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you now are the other side. It's like, just by saying, like, just by me saying stuff about the border, all all of a sudden now I'm some fucking Nazi Republican who fucking wants to uh, suck Trump's dick, you know? It's like, no, 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 no. It's just that there are some gaping wounds in our system that I just think that needs attention, but yet we're labeled as soon as we start talking about it. And and it and it goes all the way down the line. And it does seem by design to me. Like it does seem like because if you can't have a conversation, if the public isn't allowed to have this conversation just by self-policing, pizza man, what's up, baby boo? Good to see you, pizza man, 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 pizza man. Man." Yeah, baby. Yeah, Uh,
1: dude. I I was going to say a good example of what happens when you don't have good dialogue and you have good conversation, you kind of just like get used to like, oh, you know, these certain values are just societal. Right. And I think a good example of that was the anti-Semitism thing. Hmm. Everybody just thought like, hey, anti-Semitism is bad. But they didn't know why anti-Semitism is bad. They just assumed like, hey, for the longest time, we've just said that anti-Semitism is bad. But you should know how to defend these ideas. You should know how to counter bad ideas. You should be exposed to certain ideas that like you may not agree with just so that you know like, hey, this is what someone else thinks. And when we try and like push these ideas into like the dark corners of the internet, they grow. And just because it's out of sight, out of mind doesn't mean like it's no longer there. And people should be able to defend and be good representatives for their ideas and their thoughts. And like we should have more dialogue. I definitely do think like that's one thing I've learned. Like I used to be heavy about like, nah, man, like you can't just have these people out here saying this wild ass shit. This is crazy. <laughs> and I think like uh, I st- I still think companies deserve to have terms of service. Yeah, I don't think you should just have like a free and you know elon knows that knows that now too like we've all seen everybody has red lines we all have things where we're like hey that's not acceptable mm. even the most free speech absolutist does not want to see fucking, uh uh you know dick pics just being spammed down their timeline and shit mm. like that like you know everybody's got their line uh but i do think that we should talk about ideas be able to defend ideas be able to understand like hey why is this a bad idea mm. why is this like this
0: yeah, that that's that's the that's the uh, I think that's part of the essential bedrock of, of of democracy and a free society is having an open dialogue and being able to disagree with people without being a fucking Nazi racist piece of shit Republican or whatever you want to put on there. Uh, it it's uh it's become so divided because we are not allowing these discussions to sort of go forth, and it it, just, it's, it never ends well, you know, it never yeah, ends yeah. in. A- a good way when you can't even have a conversation with your neighbor because they have a different color of flag or whatever in their front yard or they have a trump yeah. sign in their yard it's like i have a ton of friends who vote for trump i gave him so much shit over the years but but mm-hmm. as the time went on I, I started to understand like why they wanted that guy Certainly. in there because mm-hmm. he was saying the things that no one else was saying it's like what when, when he when i play this all the time when because trump is hilarious i don't care what anybody says um, yeah yeah anyone who <laughs>
1: says trump isn't funny is in denial like there's a reason why he got voted in he's yeah. super charismatic he's mm. super funny it's just he's also insane
0: yeah and just just yeah he's just terrible fucking terrible uh but he the the <laughs> um drain the swamp. exactly that's what he was saying and when he took hillary clinton to task when uh when he said that because you would be in prison when he had that line, or, or when he was saying, you know, like, we, Hillary Clinton enjoys the same tax breaks as I do and all of her donors do. It's like, no one was saying that shit. No one was saying that shit out loud. Fuck it. Fucking, he was talking shit to George Bush's brother, whatever his stupid ass name is about yeah, Jeb. 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 Yeah, Jeb. God, what a fucking asshole name. It, it just. He was just saying, it's like, yeah, your fucking brother led us into a bullshit war, and there was no WFD. Where's the WFDs? <laughs>
1: Yeah 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 GM. for sure 2016 Trump campaign was very very different than 2020 campaign Trump right. and I think that's because Trump is just a very good showman he knows exactly what to say and he knows how to ride those waves like there's a reason why like before he ran for president like everybody like you know there was rap songs being like yeah. Donald Trump I'm up like Donald Trump right. like there's so much uh, I'm going to rule the world when I'm on my Donald Trump shit by Mac Miller you know it's he knew exactly what to say. He knew how to put on a show. 2020, Trump, he had a policy record. He had things that he had done. He had a lot of things he actually had to stand by. It was a big difference. And, like, yeah, during Trump in those Republican primaries was fucking funny as shit like he was he was just attacking everybody that everybody else hated like hitting <laughs> Marco Rubio hitting Ted Cruz hitting all these people that everybody universally hates
0: <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a sight to be seen but then, yeah 4 years later after fucking after mishandling of the fucking covid situation and just yeah. being a dick i mean you know no new wars i guess that was something to be said no bro don't believe that
1: don't believe that man the no new wars is just a product of not being able to fund these new wars because we were in too many old wars. Right. And well, no, there the was, dude, but
0: but there was, was the no new raised,
1: Uh drone strikes. Like hmm. drone strikes were bad under Obama, but he hmm. raised that,
0: <laughs> took it to the next level. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of you course. can look
1: that up. Trump, uh, Trump drone strikes or whatever. Look that up. They were higher under him than Obama, and they were not good under Obama.
0: Well, I'm just guessing. I'm just gonna go out here on a limb, but I'm guessing that we're probably gonna see just it's gonna keep rising. I believe it throughout, especially as technology develops. Like we're just—it's gonna keep going up and up with every new president that yeah. comes in, and again, it's not just the president. There's a whole war machine that's behind these people who's funding these campaigns, who are making billions of dollars off of the death and destruction of other people in their country. So it's not—it's not, it's not just sure. him. It's not just one person being like, "Yeah, let's go kill brown people," or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you uh, the Russians. Thing is but,
1: that, the thing is, drone strikes don't get the same media attention Mm-mm. back here in the United States as uh, um, foot on the boots on the ground soldiers right? right when you see boots on the ground soldiers being sent there's a big backlash in our country like we've had that from Vietnam we had that in Iraq we had a lot of people that were like no don't send our, our soldiers there when you have these drone strikes it's much different it's less, uh attention grabbing than it is to send people out there because you know it's covert somebody's Mm -hmm. fucking playing like it's fucking some like twitch player in his (laughs) fucking basement just like sniping out people like playing a game it's very different so like i do agree we're gonna see more drone strikes just off the the sheer fact that it's harder to get boots on the ground soldiers you have to go through i think more like um congressional approval and stuff sometimes you could like go around that but like i think the drone thing is just kind of being like hey this is more efficient.
0: Yeah, it's more efficient, and you know Americans aren't going to be coming back in body bags, and and that's the big thing mm-hmm. is like they don't want that. That's the bad press that nobody wants, um, or no administration wants, mm-hmm. and, and and now we have you know developed these stupid little dogs that that have machine guns on their back and. The I'm death bots black of mirror. San Francisco. Yes, dude, black mirror is it's here, man. It's fucking dude, for here for real. That shit is scary as hell. It's so scary, and and I get the point, like how San Francisco just deployed their death bots or whatever. But uh, they're not death bots yet. But they they'll be equipped in the future. But you know, going in and maybe defusing a bomb or or going in in, in a hostage situation, sending in your death bot or whatever it does save people's lives but it's also like well it's
1: bad man it's a bad road to go (laughs) down bro it's a bad road to go down when you don't have that accountability of like hey a human shot another human and there's like some type of emotional response there when it's just like hey it feels like i'm playing call of duty and i'm just killing people like you don't feel anything
0: right well they don't feel it in the moment but then as the time goes on you see all these drone operators how they're having terrible mental breakdowns and I mean the whole the whole you know military in general high suicide rate is, it's very it's very sad man it's very yeah, sad man. that people put their lives on the line or whatever you know it, there it, to me it's a uh, it, it's it's just uh, it's unjust but yeah you know 100 man there's a lot at. of unjustness in this world god damn it that's why you need to run for office hell no that ain't me <laughs> that ain't me and I got too many I got. I got too many fucking, I got a record.
1: <laughs> bro, I never understand why private citizens, like, you see all these rich people they are like, yeah, I'm going to run for office. It's like, bro, all your dirty laundry is going to come out. You're doing so well just being a millionaire, Herschel Walker.
0: What the <laughs> fuck do you want this for? All of his abortions came to the service. <laughs> it's
1: like, fam, why? Why? You don't need to do this. You're living a good life, like, without this
0: yeah it that, that i i don't see the point but i mean i guess it all just comes down wow. to just power and influence right more money more oh, wow. power more wean, bro more more everything man it's a fucking it's a shame. but but that's humanity it's just yeah. what we are we we have all this good and we have all this evil and and at the end of the day no one wants to be in the fucking ditch we want to be the ones fucking on, on the throne right no one wants yeah. that yeah. Nobody wants that, and, and, and it's just a disproportionate a distribution of wealth, and and, and it's a good time. profit,
1: man. Profit. Get is, that is profit going, drug.
0: Um. Yeah. I want to talk about your content since we've been sitting here just chatting about fucking <laughs> doom scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But the so like, uh, what would you consider yourself as a content creator? Like, what what is it that. Uh, you know, how would you describe yourself as a content creator, if that makes sense? Yeah.
1: My bad, I just want to answer this last thing, sure, to Nader, before we get off the no, topic. no, my let's bad. go because I, I do genuinely enjoy like speaking to, to the chat as well. Like, these are opinions that I don't get to hear often in my life, right? And so, like, I live in New York City, there's a lot of liberal ass people here, so I like hearing stuff like this. But, um, bro, Trump got mad money in office, Trump and all of his kids, like Jared Kushner, uh, uh, what's the other dude, uh, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka, all of them came out much richer out of those four years than they did. So, like, the whole Oh, i'm not taking a paycheck or whatever that's all publicity man them dudes get so much saudi money they're hosting literally saudi arabian golf tournaments at his at mar-a-lago like that wouldn't have happened if he wasn't president and didn't have influence like t- t- don't get it twisted man all of them get paid in office and hunter biden does have a crack addiction has to get uh has to fix that but like hey man like he needs that not the president you know a lot of people are addicted to crack and that dude uh, seems to have a, a issue he's got to work on, but, you know.
0: He also needs to stop diddling little kids, I guess, but, you know. Hunter? Hunter? Was that? <laughs> that's, that's what they say. That's what oh, they say. Oh, no, I haven't seen shit like that. I know he fucks a lot of hookers and,
1: like, snorts Parmesan cheese, but I ain't
0: <laughs> know about children. <laughs> uh, there's some underage things. There's also Biden with his daughter, showering with his daughter in her, in her um, diary. That she left. Um, oh,
1: my God. Yeah. there's. You the, got to send me all this stuff, man. It's a it's, lot. It's like a
0: lot to handle. Well, fuck it. I, I try to stay out of the mainstream media, but I actually just saw this amazing debate uh, yesterday. Last night, I was watching it. I had Matt Taibbi, uh, uh, um, Douglas Murray... It had Malcolm Gladwell and then some other lady who works for The New York Times or something. I can't Michelle something. And it was this debate between uh, like trusting the mainstream media. and Malcolm Gladwell and this Michelle girl was fo- for for um, trusting the mainstream media. And then Matt Taibbi and Douglas Murray were against it um And it it just was it was so fascinating and and to see like both sides of the argument and man Malcolm Glad do you know who Malcolm Gladwell is no the I think the only one that you listed
1: was Matt Taibbi that I knew
0: yeah Matt Taibbi is amazing he he did he covered the, like the financial collapse in two thousand eight for Rolling Stone he's done a lot of yeah, work big Bernie
1: him. supporter too
0: yeah and fucking I loved Bernie too. Uh, but he rolled over like a bitch. Uh, but, uh, oh, Bernie, man, he's too old. <laughs> he's too old. old. Yeah, why do we have to have these old ass motherfuckers in here who like are about to die? Like that's I the know. worst part about this whole situation is that we always have these old school dipshits in here who are half senile or having heart attacks on the campaign. Uh, but but it was great to see both sides of the argument of of pro and and against it. And I have to say, like at the beginning of the debate, they took an audience poll and it was um, it was like it was almost split down the middle. It was like 52% didn't trust the media and 48% uh, did trust the media. And by the end of the debate, it it was it was like 70% didn't trust the media and like 30% like it, it changed drastically. oh shit we live queen and leo welcome in yeah the homies yeah bro it's it's true man and people don't trust it man fucked up a lot
1: and they they you know they have their own profit fucking once again their own profit motives it just sucks because like i used to be one of those people that was like yo i get all my information from youtubers and stuff but like (laughs) Those YouTubers are also just covering reports. Like, yeah. I, I realize like, they're not doing their own investigative journalism. <laughs> they're just like reacting to what is on the news already and then giving me their opinions, right. which is really cool. But, you know, it's a lot of them are also grifters.
0: Right, no, I, I agree, and that's why I think that you know we should all be. We're talking. Well, we were talking about a bunch of po- politics stuff, but now we're talking about mainstream media, which I guess is still in politics. Oh yeah,
1: it's uh, still but that. it's.
0: Uh, I was trying to move on, but Zay pulled us back in. I know.
1: I wanted to <laughs> say that one last thing, and then I was just like, "Wait, I don't know. There's still more to be
0: said." <laughs> well, no, it, it's, it's. Well, there is, and and that's fine. We could keep down this. This is where the juice is. It's where the juice is. Uh, 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 fuck! I forgot. I lost track of what I was saying. What were we saying? We're talking about the content. Yeah, yeah. I I think that it's important for us all to, if we want to be open and receptive to it, is like consume mainstream media, consume different ideology, like because it's. You know, again, we got two different sides, right? You can watch Fox News, you can watch CNN and get totally different results from that. But I yeah, think it's yeah. good to ingest all of that. So you get a, a well rounded uh, side of a uh, well rounded idea where people are coming from. And then, you know, also I think another important part of it is these independent journalists who are on YouTube or who are on Substack, which by mm-hmm. the way, Matt taibbi now is on Substack. And uh, mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of like really you know prominent journalists who left the mainstream media to just sort of do their own thing. Get crowdfunded. Yeah man and, that's great. And and that that's good too. I think the I think the problem is that we've just lost so much trust in the mainstream media because especially in the last couple of years. And when I heard Malcolm Gladwell, and, and the thing is, I loved Malcolm Gladwell. I really respected him so much because uh he wrote um he wrote uh Outliers. He's written David and Goliath, he has a great podcast called Revisionist Podcast. He's a journalist, an old school journalist, and his best his best things that he could come up with as arguments was telling Matt Taibbi that because Matt Taibbi also wrote a great book. Um, I forgot what it was called
1: uh, Hate Inc. or something? Yes,
0: Hate Inc. It was yeah, a great yeah, book. Yeah. Uh, uh about how you know how it used to be how you know it was being a reporter was a blue collar thing how news used to just be them telling the news and just reporting what's going on yeah. and and the best the best thing that Malcolm Gladwell could come up with was to attack Matt Taibbi for wanting to go back to the time when white supremacy was in charge and and, and, that, and the joy he would bring him to have just a white man up there and and, and, and 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 that he wants things to be back the way it was, you know, basically yeah. going MAGA. He he was basically putting Matt Taibbi in the MAGA category, which Matt Taibbi is nothing near that. Isn't and Malcolm Gladwell, black? He's half black and half Jewish, I believe. He's he's a uh, and and you know from his own experience in life, I'm sure that informs how he feels. Obviously, but yeah. if that's all you have as an argument. Um, why the mainstream media is great now, yeah. and why we should trust them—that's not even an argument. Yeah, I think they, they that's, call that's it a really straw bad. man argument. And that, when people see it out in the open like that, it—it's it, just so obvious. And and by the end of the the debate, the whole crowd basically turned on the mainstream media because. Matt Taibbi and Douglas Murray was able to eloquently defend their ideas while Malcolm Gladwell could all he could do was say people are racist. Moving Dutchman. Thank you so much for that gifted sub to Zave. I appreciate that, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much. yeah that
1: that sounds really bad bro that like especially because i understand the argument of just like it used to be just about stating the facts and not putting your opinion into it and it wasn't so um editorial in the sense of just like let's put my own personal opinion on this it was just like here are the facts you make up your mind i don't know what the fuck that dude malcolm gladwell is talking about i don't know why he had to decide to bring that
0: in but um over and over like four or five times like every time he had the thing it was it was uh it was really it was to me it was just horrible and then of course i go in the comments and everybody's just like oh my god mel i had so much respect for malcolm gladwell and just for him to sort of turn into a, like a tool these statues hold on yeah, I was-
1: man Sometimes you just be having bad representatives of ideas. And you're like, "Yo, this turns me the fuck off from this."
0: Right, and that, but that's great, right? It was great that we were able to see it out in the open and to see that he had no, nothing. Like he, I loved hearing Douglas whole Murray whole talk. Hold on, listen.
1: Mainstream media definition should be, an- <laughs> but we can do. Let me do it in shorthand. The mainstream media, in my view, would be for yeah, instance... Yeah, the thing is, I, I
0: can't hear, like, hear it. Oh yeah, it I like... forgot. You can't. God damn it! Yay, I hate. I gotta figure. Shit, out...
1: I want to be reacting to these
0: two. <laughs> I gotta remember. I gotta. I gotta figure out how to make this better. There has to be a way to make the sound. Comfortable. If you had
1: done it through Discord, you would have been able to share that screen, and it would have all been, copaesthetic.
0: How dare you sit there and call me out, sir? Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, man.
1: no, I totally get I'm it, man. Not everybody kidding. has Discord.
0: I, um, this is like an
1: easy ass. Like, hey, just click here.
0: Push talk no. Um, see in there. Wait a minute. What do we got? See, they don't like like even even uh, what what's it called? Um, what is it called? The the um, Zoom has more control over like audio and stuff, so it's. Um,
1: than Google.
0: Yeah, and just Google's just eating dick. I gotta figure something Eat a out. Eat dick, Google. <laughs> Eat a dick, Google. Fucking. Yeah,
1: yeah. Dude, um, like you said, I think it's important to get your information from like
0: everywhere. It's important
1: to be able to have like we need media literacy for real. Like people need to be able to dissect like what is what is opinion about this piece and what is fact. Uh, what angle is this coming from? And then you know, if you get real into it, you can start looking into like, all right, well, who pays this person? And like, mm-hmm. oh, they're at this think tank and, you know, they belong to this and like they have a slant towards this. And we just need like overall media literacy. There's a, a ton of um, there's a ton of grifters online, unfortunately, who just be saying like whatever it is that their opinion, wa- their their su- their audience wants to hear so that they can get more Patreon fucking subscriptions. Like, you know, it sucks
0: um queen the and leo Worst places to
1: get news from <laughs>
0: i would like to hear zaves
1: oh man i don't know dude what are the worst places to get news from i guess like memes a lot of memes <laughs> like what that memes. like i yeah. don't know if that counts as one like i just have a lot of family that that they listen to anything that is a meme and it's just like you don't even know who made this
0: yeah yeah. The, I I mean, if I'm going to go off a news organization, the news organization that has, I mean, by, by public opinion, um, just because you're seeing it, you're, you're seeing it, in, you know, happen right now with all these layoffs that are going on within the company of CNN yeah, and yeah. no one, no one was bootlicking more for, for the government than, than CNN and, yeah. um, that's not what the press is for. Like the press is not to 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 uh, promote the agenda of of whatever you know administration is in place. It's to sit there and and talk to power. It's talk you know like to 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 uh to, to to deliver facts, to deliver uh uh without an ideology or a slant. And and I know that's what it's become is like, you know, MSNBC is the Democrats and Fox News is the, Republicans. the Republicans. And, yeah, and it's yeah. like But it's also you're not your Fox saying, News
1: was on Trump's dick heavy, like, oh are, yeah, like PR paid propaganda for the republican arm. it's It's like the equivalents. They both suck,
0: yeah. It, and so I would say, in my opinion, if you're talking about mainstream media, I would say that CNN is definitely up there. The sad thing about Fox News, which I hated for many years, is that I do see some stories that end up being somewhat true coming from Fox News more often than i would of cnn because cnn again is just a and against so is fox news so it both you got to sort of take with a grain of salt that's why you got to sort of uh, uh make sure you're in, and, and again who has time to sit there and make sure they're getting all the yeah. right information <laughs> from all the different places it, yeah, it's yeah. not if that's not your job if you're working 16 hour days at a factory fucking you know doing the same thing over and over and over again all day you're not coming home and like I need I need to make sure I read everything about everything right now. You're like, I just yeah. wanna go to bed. I wanna eat some food, go to sleep so I can do Watch it all over. Yeah. And and just turn off. So it's a it, it is a um it is a very, uh, very hard thing to do to keep up with what's going on. But oh, yeah, in man, my opinion, that... CNN is just garbage. I I take whatever they say with a grain of salt. Um, it's I, actually
1: interesting. They they have new management, and mm-hmm. like I've I've watched some clips like third party right like i watch youtubers that cover cnn clips right. and they have become more like we are the centrist people we'll <laughs> give a voice to both people if you are a flat earther we will give you a voice and we will also give you a voice round earther and we will make it like both are upstanding opinions so like it's um it's 100 percent changing dude like you should check them out now like they have new management and they're trying to be more of like the we are centrist which like isn't also like a good thing like I'm sure if I spoke to you for a few more hours or I spoke to you for a while, there would be certain opinions that you would think are just like out of the realm of of reality and possibility. You would be like, Hey, I don't find any credence to this opinion whatsoever. And they are now like when you're like this centrist organization, you try and make it seem like both sides are even when it's not like that, man. Like there's obviously going to be some times where one side is just more accurate than the other, you know, I, so it's tough, man. I do, I do get it.
0: Um, the false equivalence trap when we compare CNN to Fox News. Um, I, I see. Then I, I guess I, I don't really. I'm not. I, I don't think I'm really comparing them because they're just so different. Um,
1: they, Fox News is a hundred percent like there's not like CNN at this point. Like maybe maybe a couple years back when they had Chris Cuomo and shit, like it was different. But like right now, CNN is trying to be more central and more grounded in facts then fox news is straight up just like we will uh uh promote any republican candidate that is on the ballot and mm. that's why you saw sean hannity being like he was congratulating herschel walker before the election happened this dude was just like and on top of that you have a lot more uh fox news anchors that have been up on presidential campaigns like sean hannity was up there on the campaign stage with trump mm. you didn't see like rachel Maddow out with hillary and you didn't see like you straight up saw laura ingram at these conservative cpac all these things like they are way more activists than cnn is like in and in my uh, mind
0: well and, and and you also think that uh i think trump was Texting Sean Hannity the day of the, like the January 6th. I think he that's was in, yeah. in the text shade. So, yeah, it's it, it, they are definitely they are definitely uh, uh, just they an, play extension an active of a role. Like but, they
1: play a super active, hyper active role in getting Republican and conservative values up there.
0: But and that's why that's why it's important to get your information from several different sources because you don't know what, who's skewing what. I mean, Fox News makes it pretty obvious. There's certain news organizations that make it very obvious which way. They lean MSNBC and, at some extent, CNN. But I mean, even now, CNN has like the lowest ratings out of all of them. I mean, the people yeah. are are just over it. I mean, CNN had those death counts in uh, um, during the pandemic when they're just showing the death count from COVID and stuff. It it, it was gross, and it, and I I know a lot of companies did, but CNN sticks out to me to be the most because they're just the most egregious about. You know this whole horse pace thing when Joe Rogan was talking about ivermectin. Now ivermectin is on the uh, on the CDC's website as a treatment for it. Not saying that ivermectin was the end all be all, but it was just like such an obvious thing when they were going after Joe Rogan about ivermectin, in particular. And, yeah.
1: and, and like I said at the beginning, man, a lot of it is you gotta differentiate. It's just a lot of dumbass opinions.
0: Like it's right, but where are these really opinions, opinions coming from and... though? It, I mean, uh, when you see when you see when you see the opinions coming out that matching the administration and matching, you know, whoever's in charge at the moment, that's that raises a red flag for me. And again, well, we already know the Mexican
1: thing was during the Trump administration, so they weren't matching was the current it? administration. Was yeah, it? yeah, Well, because he's the one who promoted it.
0: Well, Iver, yeah, yeah. Well, and then again, it was like if it's Trump, it's wrong always, right? And which Trump was wrong a lot, but <laughs> bleaching people with shit. Be-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All <laughs> I'm saying is like they weren't behind the current administration. I get what you're saying though. Like it's just like they they'll play, they'll play defense for the Democrats no matter what. Um, I just I see Fox News playing a more hyperactive role. And the relationships that they have with the conservative side, like well, and and, you
0: know, and I would say, and I would say that both both of these companies do. I, I would say that yeah, MSNBC yeah. is the same thing. And and so, the whole Joe Rogan ivermectin thing was happening in twenty twenty one, which was Biden's administration. It was Biden's so time? so I mean he, but yes, um, it started with like with hydrochloroquine and stuff like that. Oh, that's what with, it was, yeah, yeah. And, and ivermectin, but but it was just another treatment. And that's just one thing, and I'm not trying to fucking go back into all of that. I'm just saying that, like, when you see these, when you see these talking points being reflected from administration to, to the news organization, then it's a pretty clear sign that someone's informing. I mean, here's the thing: if Twitter was, if Twitter had direct contact to our government. Um, you know, and, and now we're seeing that that's what was, why wouldn't they have direct contact to these other organizations? It's not just Twitter. It wasn't just Twitter. You don't think they have their hands in CNN and MSNBC and all these different, probably Fox news too, to some certain extent. It's just that when you have the government telling them what it is, I mean, it's not a free press anymore. This is not a free press you, you're having a government pinning down people and having them say what they want to say can we say that one side is more harmful overall to the general public than the other i would say no because because both sides are have their own um have their own agenda that that causes harm in different ways It's like when, when, when Rachel Maddow was up on, on, on her stupid show, she's sitting there telling people, you will not transmit this if you get, if you get the the vaccine, which ended up being very false. And that's very harmful because people who thought they were vaccinated were still going around grandma and giving grandma fucking, uh, giving grandma COVID and killing them off. So, I mean, like literally telling people that the vaccine would stop the transmission I mean, that, that's harmful in itself. I'm the same on the other side, too. I'm not trying to stick up for either side here. I'm disenfranchised with both. So, no, <laughs> but but Zave, I would like to hear your answer to that. Do you think one yeah. side is worse than the other?
1: Uh, more harmful? I think if you were to calculate, like, Like I said, I think there's a big difference between having information at the beginning and it developing and changing from your initial opinion. You going out there and being like, hey, you know, right now we think that it's not going to transmit. And then later on being like, oh, wait, it does transmit, but the hospitalization rates will go down and you'll you're significantly less likely to die if you are vaccinated. I think that's very different than like. Fox News, and and I, I hate just focusing on Fox News because it's, like, a bigger thing than that. There's a lot of – right-wing YouTube is a very big thing. Like, Daily Wire is a very, mm-hmm. very well-funded uh, organization. So it's bigger than just Fox News. They actively push, like – it's not just like, hey, we made a mistake. It's just like we are trying to tell you this because we know that this owns the libs or whatever, or this is like the other side doesn't believe. And there's never any accountability on either side, really. But at least like, I don't know, Fox News to me and and just Republican and conservatism in general, like I do think it causes more harm. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, policies like... I would love to talk to you about policies man because a lot of these stories it's really hard to keep up and with. It's
0: broad. You know, I know and we're talking in broad strokes. I agree. Yeah, yeah, agree just then. in general just like But okay, so what were some of the go, like what were, well then what were some of the policies you've believed that Fox News was pushing that was harmful? That
1: will push that would cause more harm. So dude, like I'm a very pro-choice person. Yeah. I believe that not having abortion as an option out there is extremely harmful to a society. Uh there is a an article just recently about Paraguay. I know I'm am this is a different country or whatever but like I said you got to look at other countries we don't live in a silo. Mm-hmm. Uh Paraguay uh abortion is completely illegal. There was thousands of girls under the age of 14 that were having pregnancies because they had no other choice and more and most of the time they were being raped and sexually assaulted uh by family members. Like that's usually who it happens by people that um that you know and this is like I think that's not good for society. I don't think it is is good for a society to have a a position where young girls cannot get abortions. And like a lot of people speak about late-term abortions. If you pull up the statistics, I think it's like 90-something percent of abortions happen in the first trimester. And the reason why the women who had it past that, their reason for not getting it earlier is literally because they didn't have access to it, or they didn't have knowledge about it. So um, 50 states now have their own choice dude that's not good i don't think that that's a good thing i don't think that you should just be born in fucking like uh uh uh, idaho and you have different rights than somebody right next to you you know like i think that we should have certain things should be human rights imagine you had a situation where you were just like yeah you know like this state has the right to be like child labor is okay. This right, this state has the right to be like slavery is okay. Like I think that there are certain human rights that we look at and we say, hey, across the board, no matter what imaginary line you're born in, you should have this right, and this is like something that cannot be taken away. Um, I just and you know, so that's one of the the policies that I think is super harmful to society. I think um, they're. Um, you know, student loan debt is a big like issue or whatever. But I think it's a good thing when you have high uh, earning individuals not paying debt and they actually are putting money into the economy and they're going out and they're buying from mom and pop shops and they're going out and they're buying houses and they're going out and they're doing like a s- bunch of things. I don't think it's good when you have a bunch of high end earners that are just like putting money into debt that is not stimulating anything. Uh, I also don't think like Democrats do. I think a way better job with child care. We saw that with the child care uh, tax credits. Like, it's a good thing when you have young mothers who can go out and be in the workforce and don't have to be like, shit, if I have a baby, then I can't afford a daycare. I can't afford child care. So I'm just going to go into more credit card debt. Or once I do have this baby that I can no longer uh, uh, afford, I have to leave them with strangers. And they're more likely to be like, uh, you know, certain bad things to happen. I don't, don't want to keep bringing up SA because I don't know about Twitch policies or whatever. Um, I think we're okay. But, um, In general, dude, I think that it's good when you pay people in a society. To move that society along Child care is something that moves societies Along because people can go in the workforce They can work, they have more options Women don't have to be like, alright, now I'm Tied to this bum-ass man Because like I don't have the ability to go out And get my own job and be independent I gotta be tied to this bum-ass, abusing-ass man Like It's a good thing when people have freedom And, and independency And they can go out and do the things And move society in a good way Like That's all good, and it's really hard to do that When child care is super fucking expensive
0: what what do you think what do you say to people who are saying um you know like well it was an individual's choice and, and besides the the essay part of it you know it's an yeah. individual's choice to get pregnant and to not you know, and then and then sort of be in a bad position in their life yeah. and they still go ahead and get pregnant anyways and now yeah. they are reliant on these government programs and now they are reliant on how you know they have to figure all this stuff out when really you know, they should have been at least, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying this, but yeah, 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 no, to again, people, because this is the argument, right? This is Double the argument. Yeah, 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 It's like yeah. people's individual choices are 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 in play here, and especially yeah. when it comes to abortions. And, you know, like Kanye was saying, not to quote Kanye, but there has Wait. been a lot of disproportionate amount of people of color who've had abortions. Uh, compared to people, to white folks, yeah. And, and so, what what would you say to the idea of individual choices?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so. What, I love this because I never heard, and this is the problem with any yay interview, it's like super hard for anybody to push back on him because they're super scared of him wilding the fuck out and just like getting out of there. And like, you know, they all want that like, uh, influence that he's bringing in the, the clout. Um, dude, it's kind of like what we were saying earlier about the rap music. If you want to change that where it's like, Hey, uh, more minority communities have abortions and more impoverished uh, communities have abortions. You got to change the circumstances of those communities. You know, you got to make it so like if a woman does choose to have child, uh, have the child, childcare is actually affordable. Like there are jobs in that area. So like when you have that child, both of you can actually succeed. Like I don't think I think criminalizing the abortion is like it's foolish it's like criminalizing the rap music that comes out of those like Mm. neighborhoods it's like change the circumstances of those Mm. neighborhoods you know and um and um and and when people say like yo like it it was your individual choice like take responsibility like man i know when i was in a teenager i made a lot of bad uh uh mistakes like you know it, it wasn't obviously like that it wasn't pregnancy but like People are human, man. And it's like super normal to just like be young and uh, uh, not sexually uh, have, not have sexual education and to just not know, right? Like I know a lot of people from countries outside of America who don't get any sexual education Mm -hmm. in school. Like um, we could talk about, this is a whole different topic, how school is funded through zip codes and like the area code you're Mm -hmm. in and, and property taxes, right? So like I was fortunate enough to grow up in a school where sexual education was a thing and i was like being taught about it at, at home like i had a a, a a tia i had an aunt that was comfortable enough to explain to me like you know how condoms work and all that but like a lot of families don't have that right they don't teach them at home because they'd be working two three gig jobs uber eats doing all this stuff they don't have that 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 opportunity to sit down with their child and be like yo this is how the birds and the bees and all that blah 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 and then on top of that you don't learn it at school that's really bad so like i just think like you know social safety nets are there in place to keep people from falling so it's like not having any social safety net is not good and yeah some people it is their individual choice you know like wear a condom like go get some free condoms from i don't know like some health clinic if it's open or something yeah. but um you know you want to have those social safety nets for when people fall and like you don't want a society that's just like you had the baby now take care of the baby and you know that's it i don't give a fuck about like you know that's not good in in the long run it's not good for anybody those people will then have to be on um you know different other social services that are around uh so then you'll have people complaining about that and be like oh now you're using my tax dollars to fund welfare and it's like dude what do you want you want just like people on the streets well what happens then now you complain about homeless people like it never ends like so nobody ever wants to do anything about this stuff
0: yeah isn't it funny how fucking people care so much about the baby until it's born and then they were just like fuck that baby fucking welfare queen bitch
1: and then then, then (laughs) once inevitably they're on the streets they're like Fuck that homeless baby.
0: You you should have had a baby, you stupid bitch. Yeah, and it's just like, dude. I I think you hit it on the head though. I think it comes down to education and it comes down to how, how, you know, South Chicago, uh, I know Nader's put Chicago down earlier, you know, South Chicago, I think last summer had, 60 murders in one weekend and it was all in the south chicago and why is that the south chicago has been south chicago for like a hundred years it's mm-hmm. been a fucking shithole it's been no attention given and that's partly from racism you know that and there's no doubt that 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 the red lining and and the zip codes and and how policies were made when when racism was just a-okay <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. There's no doubt that that sort of trickles down in, in, into where we're at now in these these neighborhoods that just get ignored and are, are allowed to crumble and the schools are allowed to crumble. And, and it, it's just, it, that nobody knows shit about, you know, like it's so sad when I see yeah. like these TikTokers going up on the street and asking people like, who's the first president, you know, and they're just like Lincoln, you know, it, yeah. there's some like just basic shit that people just don't know because they're schooling uh, you get these situations where there's just too many kids in the class, and they're just there's problematic kids in the class, so they just push them onto the next, to the next grade, to the next grade until they either drop out or they just they get them out because they can't, they don't want to deal with them because they're already dealing with too much because they're underfunded and under, and they don't have any resources. And so, yeah, it, it does come to the fact that we've abandoned these whole swaths of the country. Uh, you know, like here in Toledo, the whole South and North End are just fucking abandoned. Schools are being shut down. They're being consolidated. Detroit, right? That's been a fucking whole shithole for years. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it's just like we've completely abandoned these different uh, these different uh, parts of, of this country and neighborhoods. Yeah. And they're just sort of left for with the crumbs. And that's why you know I made that comment earlier it's like how are you going to pull yourself up by your bootstraps if you ain't got no fucking shoes on it's like yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not it's it's not um it, it's not an easy solution it really is about like where are we dedicating this money to are we dedicating it all to these nice neighborhoods because they have you know they have the voter base that that these these uh politicians are looking for because they're just like well the poor people don't vote anyways they don't yeah, even yeah. know how to mm-hmm. vote you know like or they don't have a campaign I- I-
1: donations
0: it, it it's it's just a uh, it, it's a very skewed and discriminative uh, um, system that we have here and and yeah like I I, I don't I, you know I don't I don't blame somebody who came out of some shitty neighborhood who dropped out of school because they had to work or had to you know or because no one cared no one cared to tell them to go to school you know like really it's just this apathetic upbringing of, of, of surviving and just trying to get a meal in you and, and like, who had time to go out and learn who George Washington is? And I, I, I can see why people are making these choices because they're sort of just backed into a corner. Yeah, I, yeah. And and it does come from education. It does come from investing in what we're um, investing in uh, the the proper. The proper things that we should be investing in instead of 100%. fucking these overseas wars, trying to change regimes and stealing resources and fucking, mm-hmm. uh, we, we put all this money into our military, which I, I did find out the other day that we do put a, you know, a, a pretty good proportionate amount of money into our into our social safety nets mm-hmm. and our military, but... That it's military the, one is big, it's huge. It's, you <laughs> <gotta keep laughs> it's Lockheed junk. Martin needs to be paid, son. Yeah, for real. Yay, man. I love guns. I don't uh, hate it. Yeah,
1: uh, Queen, Queen and Leo asked me tough question What's one policy area other than guns where woke libs would disagree with your ass? Because, uh, gun... like I, so a lot of like liberal people are obviously very anti gun. Like, I, I am. Pro gun in the sense that I think everybody should have the right to protect themselves. Like I think the people that are like, oh, no guns live in these cities where like they're not familiar with what it's like living out in these parts of the country where like you call the police and they're not gonna get there for like an hour because your nearest neighbor isn't like for another mile. Like, you know, it's very different. So you'll have all these city folks being like, no guns, obviously not. Like you live in a very congested fucking place. Like I don't want guns in New York City either. Too many fucking people out here that might shoot me. But, like, there are certain parts of the country where that's not the same reality, right? Like, you live and your next neighbor is fucking miles from you. And if you need to protect your gun, uh, you need to protect your family, you just have your gun. So, like, I think it's the gun attitude in America. You know, once you leave America, it's not all about, like, let me pose here with my seven fucking five-year-old children all holding AR-15s for this Christmas photo. Like, it's not like that. It's like they have guns. They understand the responsibility of guns. They understand what the gun is there for, but they're not just like, check out my gun. Brrr, my seven year old child now has the gun too, and we posing for Christmas. Brrr, like, you know, like it's about the gun attitude. I'm not so like, I'm pro gun in that way. Want to change gun attitude. Another one that woke ass lives would probably disagree with me on is um, off the top of my head, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe like uh, transgenders and transgender sports. Like, you know, I do think there is a difference when you have uh, someone who is biologically male uh, transition to female competing in like swimming and stuff like, you know, I do think that there is a huge difference that we can't just be like, oh, nah, like, that's no difference. Like, just let them compete. And then they get like 50,000 awards where like every woman before them is just like very like like much lower performing than them. So you know, I think they would disagree with it's me. It's like on hey, that, hey,
0: hey fucking mediocre men, just just put on just, just just get some tits and uh go mop the floor with these bitches. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: yeah like that's probably one where they wouldn't agree with me but I'm just like you know
0: oh that's, latinx can eat a dick yeah that one i don't i don't go into either. I, like, and i, I could talk on that motherfuckers like <laughs> <laughs> so could zave zave could talk on that no, yeah it,
1: dude i've talked about it too much there's certain topics where i'm like i hate this shit i hate it i hate talking about it i'm
0: all you know what and like for me personally with the trans thing is like i've i've just i've just given up and like i, I don't care anymore like if that's it's what no women hard. want if women are okay with it and and the and and you know trans women and fucking have a place in it. Maybe make the make it maybe make it a little fair and and have like you know weight classes where if you're like a fucking six foot three brawny ass lady, <laughs> um, you can fucking compete with you know uh, someone in your class range or yeah. something. But. But other than that, I don't really give a shit. I mean, I know yeah. fuck it, I know it gets a little dicey when we're talking about combat sports and stuff because that, yeah. there is a big difference. But I, I really, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I just don't care. Like, go um, ahead.
1: Tongs in in the event.
0: Yeah, <laughs> go go and have fun. Wipe the floor with these 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 ladies. Another win for us. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, to the penis more, like, having I'm, individuals.
1: I'm, I'm not very well familiar with all the arguments for it. I'm just like, hey man, like there's probably other things we could focus on than this. Like
0: at the end of the day, it's it's just sports. Like yeah, I'm mean, not that know. big of a
1: sports person, so maybe yeah. I'm biased in that I, regard. I just
0: it's just I, I don't give a shit. And like if if it's okay with the people who are competing, then it's okay with me, right? Like if 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 if, w- if women and trans women can come to an agreement, then you know what? Who cares? Let them do their thing. Like I don't care what you're doing. Just I, you know, and like this whole argument about you know transvestites and kin- in, in elementary school, you know transvestite uh, story hour and and, and drag and queen story. Dra- hour, drag. Yeah. I'm sorry, th- I don't think transvestite is an okay term anymore, is it? I,
1: I don't know. I don't I know don't either. So. I'm sorry. I'm uneducated <laughs>
0: in that sense. I'm not. Sh- don- I'm not a I good representative.
1: The- so like, I'm not gonna say anything. Or I, I just know that I think it's it's drag queens.
0: Yeah, drag queen, story hour, whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, there, <laughs> it, 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 It's it, – it, my son's homeschooled. Like, I, I could give a fuck less what you guys do – I just don't care. Like, I live my life. You live your life. That's fine. Have yeah, yeah. have fun with it. My son's not going to go to your fucking wild, wacky little world where you're going to be fucking, you know, indoctrinating him with fucking, you know, that he has to be a, a, a human battery for the elite. You know what I mean? Like, my son <laughs> knows that... A human battery. We're just we're just energy sources for for the powers that be. Is, this is basically how I see it. It's it's basically the Matrix, and I'm not trying to go down that whole. What, what's that guy's name? The Bugatti. What, what's his name? Um Tate. I'm not Andrew trying to. Get, I, I know he talks about the Matrix, but I mean, I, I there are things I agree with him, but it's like. um we are just like human batteries. We're just, we're just a source of energy and we're just to make other people rich and to give our energy to someone else. And there's no discussions about how you do it for yourself. And obviously not everyone can, um, you know, uh, uh, not everyone can be a rich giant mogul and, and, and have a, a super successful career. But you can figure out ways to do things for yourself and, and to make it for yourself. I mean, I, I really enjoyed being an artist and a musician for, for like six, seven or eight years where I was just working for myself. My wife still works for herself. But um, I ended up going and getting a job because I didn't want to deal with, uh, with fucking finding the next gig and, and trying to... Uh, would WSEG get in that trans booty? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me just show you someone that I mean she is fucking hot, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything, but what's her name? Oh my God. She is um I don't know. I'll talk she's an Instagram model and she's trans, but she she I don't think she has bottom surgery. I mean I I don't know. Like she's, hey, fucking, let's go. <laughs> she is so hot, and like she's just Blair you know, White. Is
1: it no that's Blair? A, I know
0: that's a that's a YouTuber. Blair White's not not my style. Uh, this girl, <laughs> this girl is dark, darker. She's light skin. Uh, I'm just, I'm. It's never gonna come up. It's never, me and Nate
1: gonna get it in.
0: <laughs> yo, I'm just saying she she's fine um and you know if things happened on a on a night if i was single and things if i met this 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 lady and things start happening i don't know i mean i don't think i would end up stopping unless they want unless they wanted to peg but i'm not i'm not a pegger you know like i'm just not into it I'm i am not a I don't like yet. things in my butthole so you know but she she's you know she's a she, she's a very fine lady and I, yeah, I man. the only one pegging
1: no. this ass is my wife.
0: W S E G over here for the reach around. Let's go.
1: Not a pegger just yet.
0: <laughs> not <laughs> yet. Yeah. I, I just it, it's just not really my thing. That's uh I'm the pegger for sure. Shundere,
1: I'm the pegger for sure. <laughs> you wish Sundere Sunday been wishing.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just like let me get it in. Uh yeah, sorry, yeah. my trends. From...
1: Everyone's ever there's a lot of like It's like polyamory, dude. Like, it's not for me. I can never do it. I know for a fact I can never do it. But if somebody else wants to go do it, you know, Godspeed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's why why I'm just like, well, if everybody just left motherfuckers alone and just let them do their thing, like, we wouldn't have to sit here and and, and be all up in other people's business. It's like, what? who cares if people fucking... Listen, I don't care okay like abortions like i don't care if you just if you get abortions for sport i don't give a fuck like (laughs) do you flush it i don't care (laughs) that has nothing to do with me that has nothing to do with me flush that fucking thing down the toilet all you want baby because you know i mean (laughs) your body your choice and i don't care and, and I I am absolutely agreeing with you with that whole thing. I I, I do. Yeah. I, it is a damn shame that 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 isn't a nationwide thing anymore. Yeah. In and my opinion, that- you don't want a society that's constantly aborting
1: children, right? Like that's a badass no. society. No, it's it like society that's like shit. Like nobody's sexually educated and nobody cares, and you're fucking up your bodies. So like in in an idealistic world, nobody got abortions. But I'm all about that option, baby. <laughs> Flush it and mush.
0: It. I'm even <laughs> flushing <and> him. Flushing, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I, and, and and yeah, in some sense, like and, and so, like again, going back to Ye, Ye's not the one who came up with that argument. By the way, Yay doesn't have a fucking his own opinion about shit. That dude no, just yeah. hears shit on the internet or reads something there, and he just like, oh yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah. Uh, so it's not really his opinion. If you if you li- if you read Thomas Saul Saul Saul. Saul, Saul, Saul uh he he's a a black economist and he talks about this shit and how abortions have been detrimental for the black community and and the growth in in the population of black people and how um you know what black people are 13% of this country, they make up 13% of this country. Imagine how many more black folks we'd have if there wasn't the millions of abortions that happened. So on what you would
1: just be having millions of more people in poverty. Like right. that's not
0: good either. Right, but but who knows, right? I I, I don't know. No, that... if you
1: don't change this the economic circumstances,
0: listen, and you this just is this is all the
1: abortion. I'm then just... You just have millions more people in poverty. That's not good either.
0: Maybe, maybe, or maybe there would be more people to think about how to get out of poverty and, and to go forward. Look, this is not my opinion. You guys know where I stand. Fucking flushing and mushing, baby. That, that's and mushing, That's my new fucking thing, baby. Flushing and mushing. Like, <laughs> get it out of there. I don't care. Like, just, it doesn't matter to me because that's not affecting me personally. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to sit here and fucking judge women for what they do with their own bodies because I don't want them to judge what I do with my own body. If, if I want to cut my dick off and, and just get some implants and make my man boob bigger... I I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want anybody fucking trying to tell me not to either. So, like, I get it. I get that fucking, if we're going to be in a free society, let's be free about it. Let's fucking just let it happen. Like, fuck it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, freedom baby up? hey you man i crazy. do
0: have to get off it's been no like me too hours. man i got somebody about to come over but oh uh, man i appreciate it i had a really good time chatting man i'd love to do it again sometime oh, yeah. uh, come back on and we'll, we'll we'll pick up right maybe we'll talk more about the content you produce uh everybody make sure you're following anybody who's not already following zave make sure that you go ahead and click on the link i got his link tree up here make sure you go follow him all it's, socials if you're listening in the audio make sure you're going in the show notes and clicking around and supporting your boy make sure that you are following him here on twitch and all that good stuff which i'll I'll shout out again which our wonderful mod made this program for us so i'm gonna use it hey amazing thank you everybody
1: in the chat too y'all really helped keep this conversation just moving in a good way and like a good open productive speech and i loved it that was
0: great thank exactly. you so much for having exactly. me on bro it's all about open dialogue